Hello and welcome to show 136 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 136! Woo! There you go, we're all here, I think. We're all here. And we're all pumped up. Pumped. Ready to go. Full of positivity and joy and happiness and sunshine and, and good feelings. Excellent, that's what I like to hear. I'm liking this, yeah, it's good. It's good. That's right. Uh, we've also got uh, Chinny. You've heard you, but we've got Chinny here too. I feel like the eye of death. See? Now the negativity comes back in. <laughs> well, I am British. It was fine for a second then, wasn't it? Let me be your hog! Let me be your hog now! Oh so, God. the Olympics has finished, Stu. It has, it has. Um, uh, did you see the uh, closing ceremony? I did, yes. I thought, I thought it was distinctly average compared to the opening. That's kind of like Deadlight. Um, yeah. I... No way, Deadlight was great. No, hold on, hold on. Let's, average. Uh, let's talk about the Olympics first. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The this Olympics is... were great. The Olympics itself was fine, but the, the closing ceremony... The, the thing that I thought was the most strange and bizarre was George Michael singing Freedom, which is fine. Which Freedom. is fine. Yeah. 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 I love that's... George Michael. He's a wonderful entertainer. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's what Bill Hicks thinks. Um, and so you sang <laughs> Freedom. You know, that's a, that's a great, that's a great song, you know. It, it is. Gets everyone going. Everybody loves Freedom. It's a brilliant, brilliant song. Um, so he sang his single after it. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a way to start a show. What was that? Uh, seriously, what was it? What the hell was it? <laughs> it wasn't good, was it? Jesus Christ. Apparently, though, to, to put it into context, though, that song apparently is about his illness and stuff. That's great. But Saying he's, no one... he's back and he's, he's stronger than before and he's maybe going to be even better and stuff. But no one cares about that song, so... No. Just sing Freedom and get off. Um, I thought the two best performances were also the two dead performances. Uh, John Lennon and... Uh, Freddie Mercury. I thought Freddie Mercury was very clever. Yes. It worked brilliantly well, didn't it? And I thought the the John Lennon kind of like sculpture thing was was fantastic. So the best two performances were actually deceased. So well done, Spice Girls. Thanks for turning up. Yeah. uh, Well, the weirdest thing though, right? Who would think, I know, Russell Brand on a psychedelic bus. I mean, what? Why was there an octopus for Fatboy Slim? I have no idea what's going on. No idea. Why not? Why not, indeed? But they, do, like they, did, they did need a bit of Fat Boy Slim to liven it up a bit, because yeah, he started boy, I, very slowly. Yeah, and, well, they started with that George Michael song, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like Fat Boy Slim. Norman, Norman Cook is a, is a good lad. He's looking he's his angst now. Duke doesn't care, I'm getting from this. <laughs> uh, oh, I love it. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. 
I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> You'll get the idea of this later, Ginny. Mm. It will all it's make right sense. Now. It's just great. There's great stuff. I've got stuff a feeling that someone's probably wrote in uh, saying that Duke isn't very positive. Why are you so well... suspicious? I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily wrote in, but the writing bit is correct. Okay. Fine. We'll come to um, it later. All right, Stu, I'll let you carry on with the show. Oh, my God. Um, oh, dear. Anyway, t- talking of things that have amused me this week, something really amused me this oh, week. Somebody farted at work, did they, Stu? No, no. Actually, you're involved, funnily enough. Who'd have known? Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, I was God. very shocked. I read this on... This was just brilliant, right? This shocked me a lot. I have no <laughs> idea who's behind it. I have so, no idea. So the thing is, right, the first question I've got to ask myself is, is Chinny becoming a minor celebrity? That is the first question I've got to ask. What do you I'll mean minor? That. And what do you mean becoming? Well, I'll she's world that. known. I'll answer that. <laughs> no. Well, these only things crop up when someone's sort of famous, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very well, weird. You have a small uh, listener uh, base that like to take the piss out of you. One of those. So. <laughs> So, anyway, here's the thing. Um, yes, we've got a new follower on Twitter. Yeah, so do I. New follower on Twitter. Called oh, Chinny the Diva. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, it's got, like, you know... <laughs> uh, it, it is called Mike Chin, at Chinny the Diva. And, uh, yeah, there's a... Well, I'm, I'm not sure if he's photoshopped or not. That, that uh, photo, um, I, Pete, made that photo of me and put it on my Facebook. Of, ah, is that where that came from? It's actually from? Britney Spears with my face on it. <laughs> well, Ooh, someone, I want to see that. Well, that's a profile picture. And it all started because there was a tweet at us and it said, Stu, I haven't received my cheque for this week's show yet. I will arrange for my footman to collect it in diamonds instead. So that's how it all began. Uh, but then it's speculated because Chini the Diva's now got about 25 followers. <laughs> Just for Chini the Diva. And we've had numerous sort of tweets since then, and some have been, you know, ranging from... For instance, we had uh, headlining the closing ceremony at the Olympic Games. Look for me, I should be on stage soon. Diva time, hashtag. So we had that. Uh, We've also had... Just a minute, let me find them, yeah. Uh, Well done, Mo, on winning the second gold. If it were the Diva Olympics, I'd be standing on all three steps of the podium. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've also had um, this. This was was I thought brilliant. Xbox Live should have a VIPs area, and only I should be allowed in it. So, <laughs> and then finally, we've got uh, only twenty-one followers. Pfft, Twitter must be broken. Should surely read twenty more million. Fuck you, Stephen Fry. <laughs> so, yeah, take that. So I'm looking forward. You know. To just seeing stuff, you know, coming from Chini the Diva, because it's kind of funny. There That's a know. flattering thing, dude. You know you've made it to a certain level of fame. That's man. what I said. Oh, That's... you know that you have somebody who <laughs> listens to the show. Someone <laughs> watches you while you're sleeping. Or a stalker. Yeah, you're yeah. tired. Uh, and I did this one, sorry. Because <laughs> Chini replied to the person, and they said, Ugh, I'm talking to myself this afternoon. That must have been some good shit last night. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Ginny the Diva, we're loving you, man. Whoever you are, just keep tweeting because it's very funny. So we like Ginny the Diva. Good time. Good time, Jason. 
It was never just one, Jason Bourne. We have to find out why to cash in on you, Jason Bourne. <laughs> Do you know, I thought those words were in the song for a second there. I thought, oh, not. <laughs> they it are. Makes me, it makes me laugh, right? You know the Bourne legacy is out now. Yeah. Brilliant. Sorry. Hey, sorry, Moby's on the show tonight, and he keeps, <laughs> keeps his up. You think I can jump over my keyboard? That's what he said when I saw him live That's in not fat uh, boys, Orlando, like... Florida. Huh. Um, so, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, yes, <laughs> The Bourne Legacy uh, is out now, uh, featuring that dude from Mission Impossible 4, um, which I think is his real name. And that <laughs> they have to sell this idea of, like, it's The Bourne Legacy, and it's not... Like they can't afford Matt Damon again because he doesn't want to do anymore, so they have to go. Well, these Bourne films sell, so how can we make another one with Matt Damon? Now, even though in the first, second film and third, they clearly say that there's more than one kind of person trained like Jason Bourne, they have to justify it in every trailer in the Bourne Legacy. There was never just one. That says gets said about like three times, and in every bus advert I see, there was never just one. So please go and see this film. Is what they're trying to say. Fun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, talking of films, I did watch The Dark Knight Rises this week. Welcome to two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We saw it this weekend. Yeah. Don't worry, we're going to take you to another place now. Oh, Batman. <laughs> Batman. Oh, you look. By the way, you asked for Fat Boy That's like his best song in years. So, what did you think, Duke? I wasn't impressed that much. I wasn't as impressed as I thought I might yeah. be. I mean, Dark Knight is such a great film that. I mean, look, Dark Knight Rises is a lot like Batman Begins in that. The people just want to destroy Gotham City, and that's a boring goal. And the Joker had so much more going for him in terms of being an interesting character. And I also pointed out that the all the ways in which the that Bane kills anybody, and I'm, this is kind of a gross and gruesome thing to say about a film, but all the ways that he kills people are just he just twists their neck, and that's it. He's they're dead. He was so, a bit boring, weren't he? He's a, a bit boring. Now, there is a cool twist at the end. I'll, what a twist. I'll admit that. Um, but I was just unimpressed because there's so much cool stuff in The Dark Knight, so much food for thought, so much interesting philosophical stuff. And in The Dark Knight Rises, it's just like, oh, I got to get back in shape and my knees all screwed up. But, but that said, I thought it was a great film. Really? I didn't. It's just great. It's I think you two are being snobs, yeah. right? And getting on the old, oh, it's popular. No, well, right, okay, it's right. Oh, wait, dude, right. what are you talking? Me? Talking? Now, interestingly, one of the things that annoyed me the most about the film was a minor aesthetic detail, funnily enough. <laughs> you don't say. No, but, right, here's the I thing, right? Didn't have any and and this, this isn't really a spoiler of the film or anything, right? But there's a bit in the film, right, where there's all these massive explosions going off, yeah? And there's, like, rubble flying everywhere and dust and bricks and God knows what else, right? And he commandeers a car off a dude and he says, get out of the car, I'm the police, right, yeah? Yeah. When he arrives at wherever he's going, he, he looks like he's just come out of the showroom. It is spotless. There isn't a speck of dirt on it. And when you like, drive fast, Stu, it blows the dust maybe off. Maybe it does. But right, I'm just like, how, how stupid is that, an oversight? You can't even yeah. bloody have a car that looks like it's been through the ringer because he's been driving through a, t- a city. That's how stupid is that in a film where a man dresses as a bat? <laughs> And another one has a mask on his face. Dying. Or did Gotham City not feel anything like Gotham City? It wasn't Gotham City at all. Moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a, it was a mixture Video of New games. York. 
Um, and Gotham tomorrow. City is New York. Why is this confusion? It's usually like I like the dark sort of you know brooding. Gotham. Yeah, not, that's not New York at all. Dark and brooding. Anyway, all right. I thought Batman Dark Knight was fine. Um, the only problem I had with it was if I met Bane, I'd have a gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that makes that's the difference between you and Batman. Batman doesn't kill, so like, that would Batman should try a gun. Like, but you know what? Try. Selena Kyle has a great line in the movie, and there's a little bit of a spoiler here, so people don't want spoilers about The Dark Knight Rises. When she busts through the thing and she goes, yeah, the whole thing about guns and not, no, you're much more into that than I am. I thought that was a really good line. No, there were some good lines, but I don't know. I know I liked Bane as a bad guy. Did you not? Did you? I was the exact opposite. I was wondering, Batman, which would break your spirit or your back. I think that's brilliant. Your body actually is the line. People keep saying back, but it's not. It says he says body. Wow, what a minor aesthetic detail. It is a minor verbal. Yeah, get detail. it right. It's already. different than an aesthetic detail. Well, <laughs> although the highlight there, there was a highlight of all. I thought Anne Hathaway as Catwoman was pretty good. She's definitely the most interesting character in the film. She was, and I think the fact. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, you know, the whole Catwoman thing's weird. No, I like it's kind of weird, but she did a good job with it, and it became an interesting character, I think, because of the class dynamic. Yeah, and because she's always played, like, usually fairly straight-laced characters, I guess. I just think I just think it's weird. That not that Rachel got married, she doesn't. No, I've not seen that, so that wouldn't well, be that's a good. It's very I uncomfortable. Think, I think that the You're not going to get to talk, Jenny. I'm going to talk over you. Fuck you, then. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Catwoman's weird. <laughs> okay, glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, uh, I just, I just don't like her. Uh, like, I've never liked her. She's not uh, a great character overall. She's a cat. Except cat. when uh, Halle Berry plays her. Yeah, uh, that was brilliant. <laughs> did you guys hear that? Uh, How did this get made? Episode. About I did, that? That, that, I've never, I've never heard the acceptance speech at the Razzies before. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've seen I, that. I, and you know yeah. what? I have a, a kind of a fair respect, new fair oh, respect yeah. for her. Definitely. She, she accepted it and she was so funny. She's like, this is for me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact as well she took everybody down with her. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, we didn't talk about that thing. Are we doing the Mass Effect 3 spoiler thing at the end? Because I finished it this week. Yeah, but I, we did a whole show for that. Oh, yeah. We could do a bit, Stu. We could do a little bit. We could do maybe a little bit. <laughs> what do you, you want to talk know. about, Duke? Just to indulge me. Just like, well, all right, Duke, now it. that you finally caught up, what are you going to talk about? Because we talked about Dark Knight for you, Stu, so we have to talk about Mass Effect 3 at the end for me. Yeah, but that's only just come out of the pictures. That's not like a year oh, later. What? This isn't a year later. Six months later. And you're just coming eight. to see Dark Knight six not weeks later. That. It's like me. Yeah, it's six months. Who cares? Let's just do a bit like yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it after, after the show. People, stay tuned to hear my thoughts about Mass Effect Three. <laughs> Many people have already read some of my thoughts, but I have more to say. Believe it or not, I've got some. I've got some thoughts on your thoughts. Here's my I've, thoughts. That's great. I, I half read your thoughts and went, "Oh, reason sucks balls." <laughs> yeah, Don't worry. I, I soon I'll be releasing another episode of me talking on that other thing. Wouldn't it be good, right? If you could, if you could really read people's minds, then you wouldn't have to read it all. You no, just people's heads would explode. I tell you what, there's too much going on in the human brain for it to be. Because in the movies, whenever somebody reads someone's thoughts, it's always like, "I wonder what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight." But that's not what happens in our brains. There's a hundred things going on in our brain. So if you try, if you could actually read someone's thoughts, your head would explode. Have you ever Have you ever read the book The Hollow Man? 
I have not. That's oh. a Dean Coates book, isn't it? No, no, Dan Simmons wrote it. Oh. Dan Simmons. But that's literally about that. It's about a guy who can hear people's thoughts. And his wife acts as a buffer. So she stops oh. all the thoughts getting through. Then his wife dies, and then it's what happens to him when there's no one sort of limiting what's coming. Dang it, somebody stole my idea. I was going to write a book about that. Yeah, and it's, it's worth a read. It's good. It's interesting. I just sue you... Dan Winters or whatever. Anyway, yeah, Dan Simmons. He's yeah. a great writer. Anyway, we should move Come on. on games. I'll take book or film podcast, funnily enough. Right. Uh, you I've got an idea for a book. Have you? <laughs> What's that then? Yeah. So there's this guy, right, and he's being nerdy, right? And he wants to go into this other world because he thinks that the real world isn't real. Ah. So he gives this thing with the chick, and then all of a sudden he's in this cocoon. He's like this weird cocoon man, and he gets put in the water, and then Morpheus turns up you have got um, to be kidding me sir it was the number one bestseller for 17 weeks one of the greatest movies of all time how could you not know about this and then you give it the dumbest name ever in the history of the world so i think i'm on to a winner <laughs> oh my gosh anyway uh yeah it's like a great idea. Boy, samuel l jackson video <laughs> games i think right Anyway, talking of video games, Duke. Seriously talking about video games? Yeah, let's do that. What right. is that? Where's that from, dude? 30 Rock. Y'all haven't seen 30 Rock. You need to watch 30 Rock. It's a great series. Anyway. Cafe is a genius. All right, so I finished Mass Effect 3. I'm not going to talk about it now because no. we're going to talk about it at the end of the show. Excellent. Move uh, uh, Yeah. But I will say this real quick because this isn't any spoilers. I want to tell people, if you haven't played Mass Effect 3 yet, if you're like me and you haven't finished it yet, install the extended cut ending before you finish the game. Because I didn't. And I, as for all the shortcomings of the extended cut, I don't think anybody would say that the original ending is better than the extended cut, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's all I'll say about that. But then I played the- curiosity gets the better of them. Well, you can go back and find the original version and be like, uh, but I had to do it the other way because I didn't want to install the thing after I'd already finished it and then play it again at the end. I was like, whatever, I'll just go look on YouTube for the extended ending. And it's not the same thing. It's not as cool. So whatever. Um, I played the demo for the online multiplayer game Hybrid. Uh, Well, I played that as well. So shall we talk about that together? Yes. Yes. Well... Wow. What did this you is, think, Duke? This is flowing very nice. I know, it's going well. What do you think, Duke? Sorry. I think Duke's dying. Have, have you farted? What happened? No, I'm coughing. Oh. I don't want to make everyone listen to it. So, Stu, you start telling people what you think. <laughs> did you just belch as well? No, he's just <laughs> No, I'm coughing. I'm trying to mute myself. Talk. <laughs> well, you're not trying very hard. Mute yourself. Because you keep talking to him. Well, I got to lie. He's talking Shut to you. Shut up. Stu, tell me about uh, this whatever shitty uh, game. Wow. Uh, Hybrid. Oh, yeah. Summer of Arcade. Yeah. All right. So here's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The coughing wave just passed. Um, First of all, it starts off. The very first thing you see is a Jeremiah Slashka game. They have the guy's name who developed it. It's like as if it's like a Spike Lee joint or you know a, a Cameron Crowe yeah, film. That was a bit weird. And I was like, "What? Who the hell is Jeremiah Slatchka?" Um, people, developers. I know you all are listening, so listen up. Please never force me to make a choice if I have no idea what I'm choosing between. At the start of the game, as soon as you start playing for the first time, it goes variants or paladins. I'm like, what? Well, it's not only that, but there's no context. Of course there's no context. That's what I'm talking about. There's no con- We have no idea what no. we're choosing. Is that a so it turns is out it? that 
Yeah, it, so it turns out that the variants, I guess, are the alien invaders and the paladins are the people trying to protect the Earth or whatever. Who cares? But the, um, other, the other thing that was weird about that as well, it had, uh, you know, choose and then whatever the which, which was the ones. I don't even remember now. Uh, but one of them, he said something like recommended for no reason. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. It was just recommended. Something about you and how you play games, I guess. Yeah. You don't have very many achievement so points. Talk, we talk me through it. What, what kind of game is this? So here's what it is. It's it's a sort of a massive, it's a, it's a cover-based shooter, um, and you don't really do any running around. It's all flying between cover points. Okay. On this what am map. I? I'm a ship? I am a man? Or no, what? you're a man in a, in a sort of armored suit that can fly. And if you get one kill, you get this little robot that helps you shoot the enemy. If you get like a two kill streak or a three kill streak, you get a better robot that helps you shoot enemies. If you get five kill streak, you get a better robot. I don't know. I didn't get many kill streaks, as you may imagine. Mm. Um, the one thing that I really liked, I mean, the gameplay is pretty so, decent. You don't. What am I? These sound like weird questions, but what am I killing and what am I? Hiding behind the enemy. Where, where am I? And where am I? So am I you're, you're, a, you're a guy on. We don't know where you are. You're on. No, you are on Earth. Because you're saving there's the planet. A map and it's like, yeah, it's like Texas or Louisiana. Yeah. Where, and it's a persistent game. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, they're keeping it real. You're saving yeah, the exactly. planet because it's right. been invaded by aliens. But I think we were the aliens. But I don't really know. But so you're, and it's it's sort of like it wants to be sort of a gears type thing, but it's all sort of robot looking dudes fighting each other, and right. you don't actually do any running around. You're just flying from point to point. You but just go the one thing I cover there, and then you go over. Yeah, there. and the, I mean the, the shooting mechanics is fine, but there's this weird thing where sometimes you can see the enemy, but you can't get to them because there's these red light beams in the way or something. So you, I don't know, that's kind of interesting. But then you got to go all the way around the map to get to them or something, and. It's kind of it's it's not that it's okay, but it's not great. I might be interested in playing it a little more, except for one thing, which is really a very significant game breaker. Which was the the matchmaking takes forever. Oh, you know, I was just going to come to that because I did the obviously did the tutorial thing, right? Yep. And he gives you an hour, doesn't he? he? Says you have one hour to play. Mm-hmm. So, so this is just a multiplayer game. Yes. Yes. Well, oh, yes. No. I am out. Because, right, listen, right, it does a tutorial, and then he says, do you want to practice? So you're like, oh, yeah, I'll have a practice. And the only thing you can practice against is the, the like, robot things that you can get for kill streaks. There wasn't any other sort of bots or anything. It was a bit weird. So I was like, oh, I guess I should play a proper well, that's because, game. I mean, to be fair, it's pretty stupid to have something that's supposedly an online multiplayer game where you're not actually doing the online multiplayer. You just got to get right no, to it. No, but sometimes you want to get some practicing against the bots, don't you, or whatever. You know. As long as there's bots. I mean, yeah. you're right. To not have bots in a practice session for an online multiplayer game... I mean, otherwise, you're just running around the map, and that's just... Well, that's been, talking, but are we yeah. talking about the indie game? Or no, well, we'll come to that. Right. <laughs> because I had... Because, right? Okay, well, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. Uh, but, yeah, no... I, yeah, well, do you know, I was... agree with me, Chinny, and then we can... I uh, know. Well, yeah, I was just like... So I got... So, uh, right, I tried to get into... It took me six goes before I got into yeah. a game. Six yeah. goes, right? And it just and hung, it's like, it doesn't tell hung, you anything about what it's doing. Hung. It's like populating the lobby. Yeah. And, and then it would just... Got a, it's got a loading bar, yeah. but when it gets to the end of the loading bar, it just starts up again. It just started again, right? <laughs> and it eventually got into a game, right? After I tried seven different countries yeah. or whatever, right? And... Then when I finally got into a game, it was on a map with... It had, like, cover on the ceilings and the walls as well as on the floor, which was a bit weird. Yeah, so at some point she's sideways onto everybody else. It was a bit weird. But it's all worked. And the cover... I think the cover's kind of clever. 
It and is. The, way it the nice thing about the cover is if you are if you have your back to a, a wall, you can do a backflip behind the wall. That's yeah. really I really like yeah. that. So he's very fluid. There are a few times in Mass Effect 3 when I wanted to do that, and it wouldn't do it. And I'm like, come on! And I had to turn around, jump over it, and then turn back around. So basically the premise is, yeah, you, you don't run anywhere. You fly from cover point yeah. to cover point. So it's totally cover base. You never yeah, really, dumb, really, apart from when you're flying, you're not out in the open. But when you go into a piece of cover, if you see another piece of cover, you can change direction and aim for that instead. So you've got basically a jet pack on, I guess you'd call it, and you just fly from cover to cover shooting at the enemy. Yeah. And that's about it, really. There's not, a, there's not a whole lot more to it. It was all right, but all right about it. it. Uh, 1,200 points. Yeah, 1,200 points. Yeah, 1,200 points. I think you're asking for a lot for a multiplayer game on Xbox Live. Do you know what? The only 800-point game, again, is probably the best of the bunch, which was Racketeer so far, because all the others have been a bit shit, really. I thought there were some great games in that collection. I wish you'd be more positive about it, Stu. The only thing is, what's kind of interesting, what's kind of interesting, I was looking back at what we've had in previous years. Oh, it's amazing. And it's amazing. The the past. All right, let's go. Oh, let's right. Castle Monday Crackers. Night Listen, Combat. 2008. 2008. It was Bionic Commando Rearmed. Yeah, whatever. Geography Wars 2. Braid. Braid. Castle Crashers. Galaga yeah. Legions and Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2 in the same year. You know, you know, Braid, you know. I'm still playing Castle Crashers now. Castle Crashers and Geometry Wars. Brilliant. 2009, we had Shadow Complex. Explosion Man. Brilliant. Trials HD. Brilliant. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Marvel vs. One of these things is not like the other. Three. So both of those years, we had three excellent games in both. Right. You know, Love or Hate. Uh, Jonathan Blow. Braid is still a very good game. I, I hate him for the record. Yeah. So, you know, so that was uh, 2000. No, 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 I don't. I, I think he's a great guy. 2010. <laughs> Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light. Limbo. Uh, that, that sounds good, that Guardian of Light. I'll play, I'll finish it. Yeah, yeah at some point. <laughs> Monday Night Combat, which, you know, it wasn't something yeah. I played, but he got he, pretty good. He, people like that game. Yeah, it's got yeah. a following. Uh, Castlevania Harmony of Despair and Hydro Thunder Hurricane, which was a bit oh. bad. Boat game. Anyway, so 2011, last year we had Bastion, which yeah. was excellent. Fruit Ninja Connect, which was really, really good. In your uh, opinion. In my opinion, but in most people's I opinion. I thought it was great. If, who have the Connect? Uh, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, which was. It's mm, nice, all right. right. I, thought, I was thinking about getting that. <laughs> Toy Soldiers Cold War, which a lot of people liked. You know, it no, wasn't. No, no. But some people like that. But again, at least we had two, you know, Bastion and From Dust, which should have been good, but unfortunately failed a little bit. But to be fair, Stu, using the criteria some people like that, you're going to find people who like these games that are out now. But still, Bastion and Fruit Ninja Connect were great games. This year, there's not... Is Fruit Ninja Connect something people go back to a lot? I play Fruit I Ninja it. on my little iPod. I, and it, I mean, it gives you like five minutes of fun, and then you're like, okay. That's all it needs to do. That's what it needs. So every now and again, you so know, the game gives you five minutes of fun. It's a great well, game. That game is designed for you know. That you game get, is a classic. Get friends around, you know, have a few too many beers. It's classic all right, game. All right, all right. Oh, in twenty years' time, mate. Oh, I remember Fruit Ninja. I used to love playing that for two minutes. But still, <laughs> still, out of all those, you know, Bastion was excellent. You know, so we can't Stop swearing. I know you're saying that. Bastion. Uh, but this, this year there isn't even one standout title so far. Hey, hey, hey. Less dust. Tony Hawk. No, I can't keep a straight face. Sorry. <laughs> you know, unless dust pulls it out of the bag this week, which it won't. I don't think it. I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's it dust. 
Uh, it was originally the one with Eve Online, isn't it? Yeah, Xbox Live Indie game originally, and then got converted to uh, full. That's just five one four. You're no, no, the, no. Yeah, that's that's different. No, this oh. is a this is a side scrolling sort of platformer. I thought we already had that. I love those. Yeah. So you know, wait. I, I mean, it's going to be great. I, I can't wait. Well, Limbo is a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's not your grandfather's side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, other things I've been playing. I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be. But yeah, I mean, disappointing summer of arcade. I think. This. Yes, yeah, we good. all agree on that. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to. After Mass Effect Three, I was in the mood for a shooter, and I started playing Far Cry Two again. Oh God. God. But you know what? I want to say something about this game because there are things that I like about it, and it's nothing to do with Tom Bissell. I actually don't like the things Tom Bissell likes about this game, so don't even start with that. That's um, just you just telling us. Just keep telling us. It's fine. We'll just agree. Go ahead, get it out of your system. <laughs> just take it. Take the, the anti-joke joke. That I wasn't going to, and then you say something about. Oh, that's what Tom. As soon as I say one thing, you'll be. Oh, that's what Tom no, Bissell. Just carry on. Carry on. We'll just yeah. agree. It's fine. Okay. The voice acting, I will admit, is very bad. I didn't realize this when I first played it, but oh my goodness. Uh, everyone is trying to get done with everything they're saying as fast as they can. So as soon as you meet the first dude, he's like, welcome to Africa. We better get you a gun. Come over this way and come to my village. And you're just like, slow down, dude. People don't By talk the way, like... you got malaria. Yeah, right. <laughs> there are bad things about it. The malaria is just stupid. And of course, everyone knows that as soon as you go to a checkpoint, everyone tries to kill you, and it's really dumb, because you have to keep stopping in the middle of these missions you're doing in order to kill these six guys at the checkpoint every time you go to a different checkpoint. So that's the the Let's kill it. the white man. Right. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say, is that there's this sick pathology of representing Africa as a land of mindless savagery, and everybody just, for no reason, wants to kill you. And um, Now, I'm an Asian dude this time around. I was the Haitian guy before, so they're actually not just trying to kill the white dude. They're trying to kill everybody. We never knew about disease before the white man come. Yeah, exactly. So, but here's the thing. What I love about the game, first of all, the shooting is great. The guns feel very, I don't know, it's what you want from a shooter. It's what I want from a shooter. I'm weird because I like Quantum of Solace because what you do in that game and in Far Cry 2 is all shooting. It's just about shooting things, which is a lot of fun. So I like that about it. And in Far Cry 2, the other thing that's really awesome is there's this fluidity and engagement with the world around you when you open a door you don't ju- it doesn't just fling open your hand goes out you twist the doorknob it flings it open when you get in a car you can see yourself sort of flinging yourself into the seat and then you start the motor and you can fix cars with a, a socket wrench which is really stupid like if the car has been shot 17 times the same thing when um when my car my engine blew up my head gasket went <laughs> yeah. i got this head socket thing and i turned it <laughs> And it just didn't work. Like it just <laughs> you were doing it right. Or you didn't bought the upgrade with the diamonds, I guess. The, the smoke actually got worse after that. <laughs> um, and then everyone started shooting at me, which was just <laughs> yeah. a little So annoying. Mm. Um, so I don't mm. know, whatever. Like, There's things I like about it, but I'm probably not going to finish all the way through it because uh, it's... I just, it just off. felt like that for me, in all seriousness... Um, you love Tom Bristol. It felt like to me, <laughs> that, in all seriousness, that like the it's game had great. no... The, he is great. The, the, <laughs> it had no flow, you know. Like it did not have a flow. Couldn't get going. You didn't feel yeah. set. like in, you know, Fallout and Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, you come across bandits that are harmful, but right. you also come across people that aren't harmful. In fact, most <laughs> of the time, imagine that. You, you know, most of the time in Skyrim, you do come across people that don't really, 
to kind of interact with you. They're they're off doing yeah. their own thing, you know. They're escorting some slave or doing right. something, right? But in in There's the fight, none of that. they just like kill him, just kill him, and it's just yeah. too much. And you know, in yeah. I, I hate to bring this back, I'm not taking the piss, but in in the book, what what was written by Tom Bissell, he did mention yeah. that. They didn't really know what they was doing with open world games. Like they oh, didn't sure. know how to spawn them in when once right. the once they was not loaded in anymore. So they had to respawn them in, and then it was just set to kill. And so there's, I think they probably learned a lot of lessons. And I'm hoping, hope so. I'm hoping that uh, in Far Cry Three they're going to carry out those, some of those lessons yeah. learned. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, I I plan a little bit of it. It's it's. I mean, and the other thing is that the graphic, the world is beautiful. Like the savanna, I accidentally ran over a zebra recently, which I felt bad about. But then I was like, "Wow, that's kind of cool that there's just zebras running around," you know. And when you save the game, you set the clock to whatever time you want to, you know, wake up at, and it shows you a time lapse of the sun going down and coming up. And I mean, you know, the sunsets and the you know prairie fires and stuff like that's all very cool to look at. So what, there's what that. What I was impressed with was the level editor. I don't know if you've ever played with that. I never even played around with that. But it's maybe. very, it's very good. It's yeah. a very good level That's editor. Cool. I, I made um, the Normandy Beach with my level editor. Oh, cool. Um, and I think you can share it or something. So it might still be up there if you look at it. Hey. So. Yeah, I remember having to mess around with that. And it yeah, was it was good. it was kind of cool. It's very quick, isn't it? I remember. Do you remember watching the video when it was showing them like them doing it? Yes, I do, because you forced like... me to watch it like <laughs> you do every week. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Every week, listen. What do you mean? Stu goes, so then I was. Can you watch this video. So then we watch it. <laughs> so then I was. Uh, so I was, I was like, all right, there's no segue to this. Steam put the Counter Strike games on sale because Global Offensive is coming out soon. And so they put Global Offensive uh, on sale, even though it's not out yet. How cool is that? And they also put the other Counter Strike games on sale. So I was like, you know what? I've heard a lot about Counter Strike stores. I want to play it. It's on Steam Play. Let's take a look. I have it. Yeah? Counter-Strike Source, yeah, I've had it for and years. It's Counter-Strike. It is, and I've never played Counter-Strike, so if anybody's oh, never played it's, it, it's a very it's fast, unreal fast, tournament. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a very fast-paced yeah. shooter that yeah. was set more in kind of real-worldy places, and everyone on there is super, super good. So don't they destroy are. it. I'm getting slaughtered. Yeah. But it's kind of... but it, I'm, I'm, And the, the thing that's most frustrating to me is that I have no idea what the different servers are. So the first one I got to, they were doing the gun game, which is where you start with a pistol, and then if you get killed with a pistol, you get a different pistol, and where you they get killed with that shotgun. They got it from Black Ops. That's on Black Ops because right. of Counter-Strike. Right. So, um, anyway, so, the, so I played that, and I was like, oh, this is what it's like. Well, that's kind of frustrating. I want, like, an automatic weapon and always have that. But So then I went to this other game type, and it was they were doing like the actual original Counter Strike stuff, and they were doing this thing where it was like you, you're supposed to go defuse a bomb or whatever it is, and um, I was I was not really sure what I was supposed to be doing right at that point because it was it was just like confusing, you know. I, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, but then like I went every to every multi every multiplayer game you start you always like. Uh, yeah, yeah I guess, but I don't know. I guess I'm 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 also spoiled by games that are like, here's what you're doing now, and this has none of that. It's just like now you're in. What team do you want to be on? I'm like, what? Pick a team. So Pick a team. anyway, Go. 
Yeah. So then I got into another game where it was just it was it was team deathmatch, and I was like, oh yeah, awesome. And even better, I figured out how to get uh, you could buy like a you know assault rifle. I was like, yes, yeah. finally, I'm in the type of game I want to be in. But it's nonstop team deathmatch. It just kept going. I looked at the scoreboard. The number one person had like 400 kills, and I was like, what the hell? That's and, it, game for you, and that server was that <laughs> map all the time. So I'm like, there's, it's never going to stop because the timer was at zero. And I was like, what? How do we know when the round's over? It never ends. Never. Hardcore, <laughs> man. That is hardcore. Yes, so. So I mean, it's fun enough. I'm glad I only paid like six dollars for it, but I, I feel like I, there's a lot I don't get, and I'm I hoping think that Counter Strike little... on the Xbox will be a little bit more organized for you. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I think so too. You now that said, it out of your depth—that's the trouble with stuff like it is. It is. It is out of my depth. But the coolest thing about it is that when you join a server, they download to you a whole bunch of like textures and graphics and stuff and sound effects. So every server has their own sort of way of doing things. So I people saw I posted on the website that when you get into when I got into the first one of the first games I ever played was. Um, the, there was a Duff beer crate in front of me. And I was like, yes! And it was like this whole Simpsons setup. So I was like, oh, how cool is this? And then I got killed a million times. So I, I just really like that part of it. How And this is, again, the thing that really attracts me about gaming on Steam is that there are adjustments you can make. And it's not always going to be the same thing the way it is on the console. And having said that, the last thing I'll say about what I've been playing this week was uh, I hooked up with Big Bad Daddy on Steam. We were chatting, and I was like, what's up? Because he was working on the Skyrim editor or whatever it is, in-game editor. And I said, what are you in-game editing? And he said, oh, just this. And he pointed me to this mod he was making, or he is making, I guess he's making it, uh, which is hunting in Skyrim. And it's all about like this whole series of quests in this place that he made and it looks really cool so shout out to him uh thank you for making skyrim even better on the pc so just a minute just a minute let's just come to this so in like next week you'll have been playing skyrim on your mac then is that what's going to be think I haven't, well you can't play it on your mac i mean maybe you can but i I'm, it's not going to work on my mac but if ever i was to get a pc gaming machine that, that would be the reason why yeah but i, I I'm can I just ask? I've noticed in the show notes you put the Unity Awards on there. Have you been playing some of You put that on there. Somebody else put that on I haven't I put that, that in yours. I don't even know what that is. Well, that's why I thought it was a bit weird because I thought that they're unusual indie games. You're not going to be playing any of that stuff. <laughs> What's that doing in your list? I don't know why this is in my list. Yeah, well, I certainly didn't that's put it in. there, but who knows. Uh, anyway, moving on then. So you haven't been playing any of those because Theo, uh, Sphere's in there. That's good. Sphere. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, uh, yes, Chini. What what else have you been doing? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, let's do this. <laughs> uh, so I finished Half Life Two. Oh, we finally. Oh, it's a great ending that game. For uh, this is the fourth time I've finished the game. Um, so that game ends. Is it still as good as you remember the ending? There's a lot because I I remember the um. The first half of the game pretty well, and there's a lot. You can, kind of when you start attacking in City Seventeen, that I didn't really remember. Um, See, my favourite bit is the bit where you lose everything. Is my favourite bit. Yeah, well, I think we can spoil the game when you, when <laughs> well, you, get, a, you know. yeah. when you get an upgrade on the grav gun. Which oh, is what are you talking about? No. Yeah, that's good. No. Uh, no. It's a good game. Like, what can I say? If you don't like Half Life Two. 
Go fuck yourself. So, yeah, just say, oh, hey, while we're just talking about that, um, there's been some leaked gameplay footage of the original Half-Life game, you know, the mm. Black Mesa mod. That's right. This week. Now... Maybe Black Mesa. Let me just explain this, because I... I was watching the TV when I when I saw. I love it. doing the what I've been playing. It's great. Well, no, just listen. Let's just. <laughs> I'm joking. Carry on. Anyway, um, yeah, I was watching the TV and, and my wife was watching something, so I had the sound off, right? Yeah. So I was like, "Oh yeah, this is quite good. It looks good, and the graphics look okay, and you know everything looks fine. The gun look good, and everything looked fine." So I was like, "Yep." Yeah. And then I played it with the sound on at a later time. And it went from being, oh, yeah, this looks cool, to, ooh, not too sure about that, then. Why? Well, as weird as this is, right, they had some voice acting going on, right? When So you're in this... Hey, Gordon, why don't you go off no. the crowbar? It sounded like really crap Duke Nukem. <laughs> it was... Yeah, that's what it was like. It was meant to be these two dudes outside talking about someone sort of breaking into the compound or whatever, and they were like... Yeah, I think I saw him over there. Yeah? Whereabouts over there? I don't know. He was here before. You know, it was proper wooden, really terrible voice acting. I was like, ooh. Ooh. It went from being, ooh, looks cool to, ooh, not too sure now. Because graphically, yeah, it looks yeah, cool. fine. Um, I don't think I care much about it because I played Half-Life 1. Um, I can't remember much of it, but from what you're saying, like, they sound like they've changed the game a little bit. Like they've got weapons in there that are not in there, and there's this voice mm. acting thing. I'm not, I'm not. I don't think I'm that fussed about. No, I'd prefer them just to HD fight and leave it. HD it and you know, leave it. Speaking source and leave it. Because all the files are there. Like they're all there, so they don't have to do yeah, redo just the voice acting. It's control K. Yeah, it's Control C and then Control V and then yeah. Control P for print. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> done. No, it's done. Control yeah, P I'll, print. Oh, you control sorry. P print. Before Control P, Control S because you want to save it. You know, I'm not completing it. So if you're paranoid. You have to save it before you print. So I've also played The Walking Dead episode two. And yeah, I heard about that. And so what happens is they all die, and <laughs> oh, no. that was fun. No, uh, they don't all die. Um, yeah, so the episode. Walking to Dead thing was uh, <laughs> the episode Walking to Dead. I just realised what I said. Really, it's, uh, it's it's very good. Uh, it's as good as episode one, I think. Um, a, a lot of people have been saying it's more actiony than episode one, which I don't think is true. I think it's less actiony. Not to say that it's, um, uh, any that the, the quality is less. I think the quality is you know just on a par, really. Um, I, think, in, I think the story is interesting. I think it depends what you mean by actiony because the first game had a like, few. Uh, I tell you what I mean by actiony: moments where you have to panic because something is trying to eat you or kill you. No, or hit you. but there's more action scenes that you're not really involved. You're involved in them, but you're not actually changing much in that respect. But you do see stuff going on. I guess it depends. I, yeah. I think it's about the same. Anyway, I I, I think yeah. I mean, the, uh, you played it, Stu, and I, I think you can attest to this, where you can kind of see where everything's going to go with the story. Um, uh, and I, in in that way, I was like, oh, right, it's kind of that, 
right, fine, okay, that's 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 interesting, but he didn't really shock me when when I found. Oh him. yeah, the story in that not. step he said. I thought you meant the overarching. So I'm not. No, sure. I mean I'll, in I'll... in particular. I mean yes. I, I, I'm obviously not going to give anything away. There's well, a point in the game where you go, ooh, some. It's, yeah, it's about it's it's about like you've got no food, right? And so you have to make a few interesting choices about who you give food to, and then you find uh, like a kind of a, a family that 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 kind of might look a little bit too good to be true so it's it's one of those like you know what what are they up to what what are they in there for so um it's one of those stories and and it really it really it's very easy to um work it out you know it doesn't make it any less no no it's it's still good still still good like even though you sort of have an half idea what's coming and you know what's coming and when it does come it, it it's it's very cool uh and and like interesting and and shocking and, and yeah it's cool so i um i liked it i really did uh the only problem with playing them as they come out is that you have to wait so <laughs> you know you have to wait for the next episode well you see i i'd prefer that than you know, because some people are like, oh, I'm just waiting until it's on just to read all in one go. But I like the little sort of two, three hour session and then it's done. And absence it. makes the heart grow fun. Yeah, I agree. And I have a bit more anticipation. Sure. Oh, I, no. I get, I get oh. that. I do get it. But I'm, I, I'm the person that watched Lost on DVD. <laughs> yeah, one after the Because I was like. Yeah, we tend to do that with, with TV shows as well. I like, so I did watch the first season of Lost on um, TV and I just. That 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 weight, and you know, because it's so addictive. You know, I mean, yeah. so, Lost was so great when it was in its element, and you just wanted to know what was next, what was next. And I mean, Walking Dead's good. I don't, I don't think it's as as good as Lost is, for example, of, of thinking what's next, what's next. I want to know what's next, but it's it, it still is like, oh, it's a great game. I want to play more of it, but I have to wait a month. So I can totally understand if someone said, well, you know what, I'll wait for all five. Episodes. Sort of a month, maybe two. <laughs> I, I, the reason why I'm playing, if people are wondering. Which no one is. People are wondering, um, well, why are you playing it then? Why don't you just wait like everyone else? It's because everyone talks about it so much. So mm. I find it very difficult, which is why I play Mass Effect 3 so early, is because I find it very difficult doing two podcasts, listening to 15 or whatever I do, um, and reading all this gaming news that I read and watching all these YouTube videos and games. Very hard to not to avoid spoilers. Like there's so many times I have to stop a podcast or stop a video. Yep. Um to to avoid Mass Effect three spoilers or something. So I, I I you know, I really try and anything like that has that has spoilers in it, I try and get on as quick as possible. If someone spoils like the Dawn Guard DLC for Skyrim, like I probably won't even remember what they said, to be honest, mm-hmm. because that's so full of like made up words and made up names. <laughs> I don't remember. The Greblech meek you yeah. blame them. So I, I listened to a podcast where someone bought the ending of Dragon Age, um, and I have no idea what they've said. Like <laughs> I, I even I, I think I've even heard you talk about Dragon Age, and someone probably. betrays you or walks off. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing I remember: some yeah. some woman runs away. Uh, See, I don't care. Like, I just like I'll get to it when I get there. Like, it doesn't really matter too much. So, yeah. Don't tell me Morgan doesn't matter. Oh, that was her. Yeah. No, no, it's spoiled for me. Oh, um, yeah. So, Walking Dead's great. Um, I, I, I hope they can keep up this standard. I think they're gonna. They might fall in, slip into the, uh, into the, uh, the Dark Knight problem of, you know, the last one never delivers. Uh, I always think that the last. Of something, you know, the end of something never delivers. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it depends. I think it all depends on how much they've already got mapped out, or whether they're sort of 
going by the seat of their pants and sort of writing it as they're making them, you know? What I mean? Yeah. If you've got it all mapped out and they know vaguely what the ending's going to be and it's good, and then they've just got to get the journey to get there, haven't they? So really? they've, got a, they've got a tough shot, because I've got a feeling that they'll do like a season two of this. Um, you you know, still have a whole host of different characters. You don't even have yeah. to keep the same characters. They, they, they could have a season two and have a new new couple of characters and you come across some of the old characters and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I reckon they could do that. So the trick, they, they the little balancing act they have is to provide enough closure without without kind of making everyone think that's dumb, um, but also don't give us a cliffhanger on the end of a season because no one likes that. So, but but that would sort of guarantee that people come back. It does, but like I think it's kind of it's a little bit cheeky doing that. Yeah. Um, I suppose Lost did do it as well during that comparison. Well, the Walking Dead series has done it as well, the TV show. Yeah, so maybe they will do it, but I, I think uh, they need to give some payoff to some stuff. You know? I don't think I would mind that too much, to be honest. You know, as long as he could do a good job of it, and then season two is really excellent as well. And the only the only thing I worry about is Clementine. You know, I think something horrible is going to happen to her. You know, well, there's nothing horrible going to happen to her because she's going to survive till episode. Like well, five, so. they could maybe do Clementine grown up in second season, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could do. Or you could be Clementine or something. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but it's great so far. Really is good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. So that's all is that it for you? Okay, mm-hmm. well, I've I've been playing my usual mixture these days of interesting, weird and not always good indie games on the old PC and some other stuff. So the first thing I played this week was Payday the Heist because... It's uh, free? No, no, it was £3.74 on Steam. It was sort of reduced price. So I was like, well, for three... Nothing to lose, really. It's only a couple of quid. It's like less than a pint of lager in a restaurant. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a whistle. Anyway... the restaurants that you go to. Yeah, so I'll give it a whistle. Anyway, it... It's pretty bloody good. And, I've heard it's good. And I need, but I need other people to play with because I'm playing with random people at the moment and no one's talking and it's difficult to play the game without communication because it's very, very sort of co-op based and you've got to cover each other's backs all the time and it's very good. Very it's like Left 4 Dead without zombies, but you're robbing a bank. It's like Left 4 Dead, and it isn't like... It is a little bit, but it's not really. Whereas Left 4 Dead, obviously, you've got... It, it has the similar sort of ebb and flow, but obviously all the enemies in this have guns also. So that's the first big difference. <laughs> yeah. And, and they all a zombie with a gun. Yeah. And, but, it, but it's similar in sort of, I guess, in the class system of the enemies. So you have the grunts, which are just your bog-standard police officers or, like, lower-down soldiers. Then you have a SWAT team. That'll come and attack. Then you have heavies, which are like bigger dudes with loads of body armor and shotguns. Then you have snipers on rooftops shooting you through the window. So there's lots of different sort of dynamics and stuff that's going on. And the way they set each sort of heist is in stages. So the first stage, like, for instance, when you do the bank raid... Uh, first of all, you've got to get all the hostages down on the floor. Then you've got to go and switch off the security system. So you go and do all that. Then you have to get the key off the bank manager. So you then have to find him, get his key. Then you have to set the drill going on the on the actual vault to get break into the vault. But whilst that's all going on, there's people attacking, like the police are coming in and the SWAT team. And you've got to stop them from taking the hostages because they're your, like bargaining chips and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on. 
Uh, but it's kind of cool. You, you you can choose what masks you were, and they have like they had the the infected masks uh, from from Left 4 Dead in there as well. So you could have like a boomer mask as you like, you know, thing in the back. So that was cool. And then I played another one, which was like a drug deal sort of thing. So you go to this sort of house to do a drug deal and upstairs they've got a safe room with all the all the money in and basically the heist is to take the safe room and that had loads of cool things going on like you had to blow a hole in the roof then you had to attach a pulley to it from a helicopter to lift it out once you've drilled it out and stuff it was but we never did it i've not managed to finish a single campaign to the end yet because we just keep getting killed all the time but you need some good cop buddies need some good cop <laughs> And nearly, do you know what I should have done? And I didn't do it. I should have done it. But they had the they, they Steam often do a four pack thing. You know, where you can buy four copies of the game at the same time, and then you can either you know give away or give give the codes to other people. And they were doing the four copies of the game for eleven quid. You know, should have done it, shouldn't I? Yeah, four copies maybe. for eleven quid. Yeah, so you get four copies of the game for eleven quid. So one for yourself and three other people that you know. So I could have played that, but I wouldn't have because it's on Steam. I know, and that was the trouble. You see, I was thinking, well, who can I play with? Anyway, I did try and persuade people to get it, but no one did. But it's it's really, I guess, an underrated game because I've you know not been bothered about it up until sort of thinking, oh, it's only three quid. I'll give it a go. And uh, yeah, I can see it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to play. And you got the uh, you know the No Mercy maps free, so that's just in there now. You know, the No Mercy from Left 4 Dead. Yeah, the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So there's a heist on that as well in the game. And there's one called Heat, which is basically a running battle through the streets and everything like Heat. So they've sort of emulated that in the game. It's just really good. Really, really clever. And I'm just like, bah, wish I'd have, wish I'd have played this sooner with other people because I think it's fun. Anyway, so I played that. And then I also played Hybrid, which we've already talked about. I played a game, right? People have started sending me now, like, free horror games to give a whirl. And this one, the one I've got this week, is called A Mother's Inferno. Uh, and I've, I'm almost sure it was Jason Gallagher who sent me a link to this. To, mm, uh, mm. Oh, Why do you say his name like that? No idea. Uh, so I thought, I'll give it a whirl. And it's all right. It's not, it's not really scary. I didn't find it very scary. It's just a bit weird. So basically, you're on a train, and your son gets pulled into the next carriage by an unseen force, so you don't see what's grabbed him, he just gets yanked into the carriage, and you basically have to get him back. And when you walk through all these carriages, each sort of carriage is a further level of hell or something, so the sort of each one is gradually worse than the other. And it just, awesome. it's just weird, and you have to pick up a shard of glass, and then the first monster you come to, you have to grab it in the neck and chop its head off with the glass. Uh. That and then the next one is like this weird electric thing, and you just have to try and avoid it. And then in the next one, there's like one that carries you across this river, and then in a, and it's all just wind. Then it goes into all like um, negative colours, you know, like a negative film negative, mm-hmm. and it just looks all weird. And then it crashed, so I was like, oh, I'll stop playing this now. It's crashed. Duh. It wasn't very That's good reason to stop playing. Yeah, it wasn't very fun. It wasn't very scary. It was meh, a bit meh. Mm. So anyway, I played that. Uh, I played some more Infinity Blade 2 on the on the iPad. I got back into that this week. They've added new enemies, new weapons, and new other new stuff, and the Clash Mob stuff's been updated. So I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a, give this a well. I played it for a bit. And I forgot how much fun that game is to play, and I'm still pretty badass in that game. What's that? What's this? Infinity Blade 2 on the iPad. Oh, uh, right. It's great. Really, really good. Really good. Really enjoying it. So yeah, I'm keeping on playing that, really. So yeah, excellent. Uh, and then... The only other game I played is a game called Zenith, uh, which is another student game. 
Uh, that's been put there. And it was a bit like um, Jet Set Radio. Remember Jet Set Radio with a you know pic, um, you know with the cartoony graphics on the skateboard, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, it's a bit like that, but really weird. It's a very weird game. And Z i n e t h. That's not Z i n e t h. I don't know. I'm not the developer of the game. That's just the just what it's called. It's, PC, it's on the Mac. It is. Oh yeah, it's Mac. It's Mac compatible. But I'm not going to play this. Uh, but this is the issue. It, it worked kind of well, but. They they do say at the beginning this game was designed to work with an Xbox 360 controller which I don't have, and it's really awkward to control with the keyboard. Is it available on the Xbox 360? No, no. How annoying is that? You're supposed to play yeah. with a 360 controller. Oh yeah, but you can on the 360. Yeah, you just use a wired controller with your PC, though, don't you? And they work right. with a lot of games. Anyway. It, it's it's cool, and I can see the potential, but it, with a keyboard, it just didn't work very well. But it's it's kind of clever. Um, there's no real objective. It's fairly open world, and it's all sort of cel-shaded. And So what are you supposed to do? You just skate and just ride rims and stuff and go from destination to destination, and it tells you. And you sort of, there'll be characters in the game, and they'll give you some weird mission that you've got to do. And I don't know. It's, uh-huh. it's just really abstract and strange. Oh, boy. Another one of them, huh? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I will put it in the in the show notes if anyone wants to give it a whirl. But yes, it does work with Mac as well. But well, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of strange. If you like Jet Set Radio, you probably like this. And Jet Set Radio is coming out in HD form anyway in some point in time. So <gasps> Check it out, people. So we'll be able to play that anyway. I've never played that game. So, you know, I know about I mean, it, but never played it. So I don't know whether it's good or not, really. And that's about it for me, so that's it for me this week. But yes, I can... Look, if anyone's got um, Payday the Heist on Steam and they want to play some co-op with me, you know, send me a friend's request or drop us an email to podcast at veterangamers.co.uk or on the Twitter at veterangamersuk or on the Facebook at veterangamersuk and, uh, yeah, we'll hook up and play some Payday the Heist because I want to play yeah. that the people. It's cool. So there you go. And that's it for me. So, at this, it is our time. We should do the indie pick for this week. Yay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be great. (laughs) Indie game review. Review. Hello, friends. Vlados here. Remember a few months back when Duke thought it would be really fun to do an indie game for the weekly play date? Remember when him and Stu dorked around on Avatar Laser Wars? running around like idiots, blasting each other with their cute little laser beam guns on the stupid spaceship? Remember how no one else showed up because no one else was dumb enough to pay 80 points for an Avatar shooter? Well guess what's out? That's right, Avatar Laser Wars 2. All the same run around Avatar shooting action, but this time with 5 maps. Actually, no. It's still just one map, but it's a much better map. Cool colors and everything. There are lots more guns now, which is cool, and the shooting animations are much improved. How does it play, you ask? I have no idea. Let me ask you. If you made an online multiplayer game, and you wanted people to try it out, wouldn't you give them a demo that lets them run around the map with no one else around? And doesn't let them experience the multiplayer? Yeah, me neither. But that's what you get when you download the quote-unquote demo of Avatar Laser Wars 2. 
so I don't know whether to recommend this or not. I would need to spend 80 Microsoft points to actually try it, and all of my money has gone to Christian charity work in West Africa. They need to hear the good news about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Avatar Laser Wars 2 is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Blood us out, B-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
Noob24 shot you yesterday. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're stretching it. You, you really are stretching it. You've got to put bots in there. You've got to put some demo of online play. But really, indie games should be solitary experiences where you, you know, have a quirky game or an interesting idea or a joke, as many of them are. You know, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, some of them are just a joke and they're funny. But that's it. That's they're just a joke. And you know what? These people could probably do a fun kind of cute little shooter with these. Like if you never mind the multiplayer, if you set up like an actual first person shooter and populated it with your friends' avatars or something, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. But the trouble is that takes a lot of programming to get AI to work well and sort of be a challenge. It doesn't have to be working well. I'm not looking for an amazing experience. It could just be, but you know, if I, I would pay eighty dollars, eighty mic, eighty dollars, eighty dollars, God, lord, it's not a Kickstarter. <laughs> I would pay eighty points for like, you know, a simple. I mean, dude, Counter Strike Source isn't that great a game, but I still paid six dollars for that, right? Ooh, like, want to be careful what you're saying. The well, I'm not saying it's not a great game, but it's not, you know, it's not Call of Duty or anything. Oh like, my God, are you really uh, doing that? Did you really just do that? Oh my God. Oh Do God. you care, Stu? Jesus. So, that's a no. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's freaking out about. Right, so he's, he's saying, right, that... We're going to get people who say that Counter-Strike Source is better than Call of Duty. No, as good as Call of Duty. That's what he just said. Uh, which, um, game first? which game first? Jesus. Does the that egg, mean that the egg thing egg that came first is always better? Yeah, you're the chicken, mum. <laughs> don't get me wrong. They're both great. Yeah. So... All right. I think they can make a good first-person shooter for the avatars in any game. I think yeah. saying that, saying all the bad things, right? What I will give it praise for is I have played full sixty-dollar, forty-pound really uh, retail games that a first-person that are first-person that don't feel as good as this. It does feel good. I mean, that's the trouble I've got because I'd like to play it with someone because I do think it's actually got some promise. It feels good. The, yeah. You know, the weapons animate fine. The level was interesting. It just, no one is going to play it. No, no I agree. One. I agree. But it's a shame because you can tell they've put some effort and time into yeah. it. Yeah. He's got some talent, but he should be yeah. making something else with his talent, not this type of game. Yes, yeah, a bit of a shame. Anyway, it's kind of cool. If anyone wants to play with me, I will be willing to put down my 80 points and we can run around and shoot each other for a while. So email the show or tweet us or whatever and I'll play. Yeah. There you go. How about that? Uh, so anyway, let's move on. Putting news first. Now, considering this is a quiet time of year, it's been kind of a busy week on the news. Uh, from- bzz, 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 bzz. Yeah, uh, it's been a busy week with video releases. I put out my home movie about the road trip. Everybody should check it out. Oh yeah, I'm not. I've not looked at that yet. Where is yeah. it? Yeah, uh, it's on I'll, Facebook. I'll get a it's link. On my back. blog. I can also put it on the forums if people are interested. I'll do. I'll do that. I'll put yeah, it. In stick the it in there. I'll find a link. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yes, uh, Epic have been very busy this week. Yeah, they've been a oh, bit yeah? busy bees. Busy bees. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Because Epic have um, taken on all of the X Kingdoms of Amalur developers. Oh, uh, yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Studios. 
Yeah, 38 Studios collapsed. Right, Whatever. Anyway, so um, and they've they've named them Impossible Studios. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you like that Impossible Studios. Why is that cool? Uh, because he said Epic Games has truly embraced this stellar collection of developers who were displaced by the closing of big, huge games. They have looked after us with complete care, giving us all the tools and resources we need to make a lot of gamers happy. And then uh, Mike Caps from Epic said, we're so glad we could help keep this great team together and we're lucky to have them. Uh, at the time, I said that finding a full team of superstars was impossible. And apparently the name stuck. Pairing the imagination and experience of Impossible with Epic's technology, IP and resources makes for a business greater than the sum of its parts. So they're saying he wanted a full team to work on um, Infinity Blade Dungeons, but to find an excellent team was impossible. And then he found. I see. So that's where it went. Which kind of makes sense because uh, Infinity Blade Dungeons is a dungeon crawler game, so they, they'll have some experience, I guess, in that with the, what they made and just transfer it in, I suppose. So, I yeah. Guess. So, yes, looking good. Looking good. We'll have yeah. to wait and see what happens. I'm looking forward to Infinity Blade Dungeons. What's kind of worrying, though, is that there's no one actually making that game until now because I was under the impression it was well under development. So it does seem well, better a... late than never. Yeah, it seemed a bit weird. And then the other, the other reason they've been very busy uh, this week is because they've actually finally bought uh, People Can Fly in, in whole, so they own it outright now. And People Can Fly is... Is the Bulletstorm developers who are now... They made Bulletstorm. Gears oh, boy. Of, new Gears of War game. Hey, which Tom Bissell's writing, it's going to be yeah, awesome. Judgment. Uh, but as a, di- as a result, uh, people have left. So that's happened as well. So Well, uh, I, I, I wouldn't go, ooh, they've left, ooh. It's like, uh, you know, I don't like the idea of... Is there a different vowel sound you'd like us to make? E. E. I. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go, oh, that's... That's a disgrace. How dare they? I just think, you know, they just moved on. They just went, eh. Cause do they, do they, no, I suppose they don't have to move. No, to I, mean, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, well, well, one of them was the creative lead, Adrian. Well, maybe they just want to move on. They just well, want to do their own thing, start their own. Anyway. Because that's where the money is, isn't it? Like starting your own development. Yeah, company. no, it is. And one of the lead artists is left and someone else. Maybe he's gone, you know what? I've done it for somebody else for so many years. I'm going to start my own. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have but said... No one's fell out. I don't think anyone's fell No, out. no, he said it was very amiable, and he said we'll be helping him with some future announcements. He said our paths will be crossing again in the future, so they still seems like they're going to be working together in some way or another. So, anyway, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Uh, there's some potentially sad news. I'm not really sure... Uh, what the significance of this is. Everyone's playing it down and saying it doesn't mean anything. Uh, but basically, Sony have abandoned the trademark for The Last Guardian. What? So, yeah, in the US. It doesn't mean anything. Well, that's what everyone else is saying, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so basically, the, if you if you file a trademark for something in the US, you have, I think it's three years to then follow it up or act on it. And because they haven't refiled or redone it, um, they've... That paying. doesn't mean... They could let that expire, come back to it. Yeah, yeah, so they've expired it. And apparently they can't... No one else can use it unless they've got a, a, a legitimate reason to use it, even even go. though it's sort of not in there at the moment. Not to do about nothing. But we don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see. I mean, they keep... apparently Sony's updated and said that he's still in development. So yeah, they said it's oh. in development still. So what's the but, deal? But would you? But they might be lying. Well, I don't know whether they're necessarily lying, but would you think? Because one of the reasons he said it was taking so long was because of the technical difficulties getting it onto the PS3 to work in the way that they wanted it to work. Yeah. So, I guess it begs the question: Are they moving it to the next? PlayStation machine when it comes out. Maybe, yeah. That would sort of make sense, wouldn't it? Because there's certainly not been any further announcements or any sort of sign of it coming out in the first... Well, there's no... from At this point, there is no way it's coming out in the first half of next year, is there? And Mm. if Sony released their next PlayStation as we wonder or speculate next year, then you'd have to think, well, maybe they are going to do that. Maybe they are? Yeah. So yeah. we'll, we'll wait and see. Soon to tell. Wait and see. And maybe it'll we'll uh, wait and see. We'll wait and see. Um, the Veteran Gamers News Report. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. What do you think <laughs> Now, you remember, I don't know why I remember this, but a couple of weeks ago. Some, yeah, I remember this. Someone leaked photographs of a, of a Durango dev kit on the internet. Oh, I remember and, that. And obviously it's just, a, we, we talked about this, you know, it's just like a big PC and what have you, and that's, that's what we use, right? Well, the same person and as put one up for sale or did put one up for sale on eBay because apparently they had two of them and mm. it sold for $20,100. Oh God. So someone's actually bought this. To do it, what with? God knows. It's just oh. like, why? Why would you buy a... Because you don't even know that it's real. Yeah. So someone's bought this. I mean, what the hell are they going to do with that? Even if they... Oh, guys, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I just bought Jesus' bones. (laughs) Exactly. And surely, right, no offence, right, but if this is a real dev kit from Microsoft, are they going to even allow someone to sell that on eBay? I mean, could they Uh, stop? What are they going to do? Maybe someone stole it. Well, what are you going to do? Like, not give him a dev kit again and not give him press access and stuff? They must know. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Maybe they must know who has them. You know, yeah. Worth maybe that. this guy doesn't care. My understanding was with the dev kits, they loaned them to the development companies. You don't sell them or give them to them. They're loaned to them, and you know they're still the, the property of Microsoft. And how many copyright laws must be being infringed at this point? You know, I just I don't understand how that's been able to go ahead and be sold and everything without Microsoft getting involved or going. Maybe maybe Sony's bought it. That would be interesting. <laughs> no, it would be useful to Sony, wouldn't it, to have a look what they're up to? Oh, it's got this in it. Oh, that's what it's going to be doing. Um, but I don't, you know, unless the person who's bought it can program. I mean, ultimately, it's just a PC anyway. That's all it is. You know, it's just an emulation of what the final Xbox is going to be built like. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but it's an extreme thing. I don't know. But it's not really. I mean, oh, I'm just, I'm just saying words. I don't, yeah. have any idea. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a weird thing to happen. I guess. Don't know. Very odd. Very odd. Yep. Very odd. Yeah. Some sad sad news this week. Sad news. You know, this is been to be uh, a scoffed at. So yeah, a teenager's ended up in hospital because he played Modern Warfare three for four days straight. Dude. Yeah. No breaks and like no sleeping. No, well, We've we've got a little bit. It was like right. This is what the mum said. This is the mum's quote. It's like he was looking at me, but he wasn't there. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. So according to a report by CBS, uh, Columbus resident Tyler Rigby played Modern Warfare Three for four days straight before being hospitalised for dehydration. 
According to Rigby's Aunt Jennifer Thompson, it was like he was looking at me, but he wasn't there. It was like he was looking through me. We were talking and I heard a thump and I looked over and he just fell. Rigby's mother, Jesse Rowling, said he was... This was funny. Rigby's mother, Jesse Rowling, said he... I'm assuming that was meant to say she. She was worried for his life. He just fell over three times, she said. While Rigby is expected to recover after being hydrated by medics, his mother says his Xbox will be confiscated. Right, here's a question. What the hell were they doing to let him play for four days straight without realising in the first place? It's not a good sign. Do you know, what were the parents doing? What the hell were they thinking? Did he go... Well... Now I'll play devil's advocate here. Quiet, dog. Um, when you when you have a teenage daughter, we'll see if if it's as cavalier to say like, how could you not know? I think it's very easy for us to look at parents and go, how could you not know what your child's doing? But let's not forget that teenagers tend to be very sulky and they tend to spend a lot of time in their room listening to loud, angry music and they don't communicate very well. So I think wow, lots of stuff types in there in one sentence, in there. Excuse me, I work with teenagers all the time, okay? I know what they're like. What? All of them? And they're all idle? Of course not all of them. I'm saying, though, that's the modus operandi for a lot of teenagers. So it's very easy for us to look at these parents and go, oh, you're horrible. How could you not know? But at the same time, a lot of teenagers live a life that they barricade themselves away from their parents. Now, I don't think that's okay, and I think there's probably some serious mistakes these parents have made in terms of building those barricades along with the child. But I'm just saying that we ought to be a little careful before we start judging people because teenagers do a lot of work, most of them, to insulate themselves from the adults I'm sure you're absolutely correct. But while that 15-year-old boy is living with his mum and dad, it is their responsibility to make sure he's safe and he's not doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. So... You know, whilst you're right that we need to be careful, on the flip side of that, then they should have been knowing what he was up to. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, he was like, ooh, the word Tyler is. I've not seen him for three days. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. Well, that's obviously the extreme part of it. Like, you know what I mean? It's one thing to, you know, not know what he's up to that day or whatever, but... Yeah, three days is obviously... And also, when we know how good the sort of parental controls on the 360 are, like you can sort of set playtime on it so that they can't play for more than however many hours a day. Yeah. You know, but the the, the parents just walk around completely ignorant. Well, and they trust their kids to a fault. Like, they assume the kid would never do anything wrong. They assume the kid would never, you know... Uh, Just to let you know that Millie's on your Xbox, mate. I know, it's, it's possibly true. But look, you can't trust kids. They will. Playing Gears of War. Yeah, you can't trust them. They're always up to no good. They, they'll try and get away with whatever they can. You've got to be on them it all the true. time. Kids are crafty. Very crafty. You've got to be, you've got to be on, your, on your game, man. You've got to be sort of watching what they're doing. But to me, this is just completely irresponsible parenting. And the fact that, he, you know, the mother said, oh, he just fell over. He just fell over three times. He just fell over three times, not once. Three times. Well, I mean, did he fall over and she helped him up and then watched him fall again? I don't know. It's just weird. Kids always falling over. Always for no reason, apart from playing, you know, Modern Warfare 3 for four days straight. What a stupid parent. Anyway, you know, yeah, you're right. You feel quite strongly about that. I do. I just think, look, everyone's so ready to bash the video game industry for shit. That is, you know, most of the time not true. It's, it's parents. Ultimately, parents are responsible for what their kids are doing. 
And you can't blame it on video games because the parents let them do stuff they shouldn't be doing, and that's what really annoys me. You know, even like all these people in America, you know, all these news outlets trying to link the bloody cinema shooting to video games very tenuously. You know, it's just like, why? Why are you doing that? Because people want scapegoats. <sighs> and it's stupid. There's no doubt about it. They can't just, understand I, the fact I, that the person might have complex inner... Yeah, uh, right, exactly. You know, problems that they have to deal with. Um, it's just We certainly go. can't talk about the fact that any lunatic with a freaking credit card can buy 100 million rounds of ammunition online. Yeah. No, 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 that's not a problem. The problem is video games and stuff. The best one was in uh, Bowling for Columbine where they give you uh, a gun. A gun when, when you, you open up a bank account. When you open up a bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, it's kind of scary, isn't it? Really. America, baby. America. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I have that sound clip, don't I? I could play that. You could do. What is that? Man? Is that your old dog in the background? My dog is going ape nuts. I know, I can hear it. I can basement. Hear it. Sounds like he's, he's like raining. Just, he's just <laughs> racing out of nowhere. He was just sitting here playing with a little ball, and then suddenly he just starts sprinting all over the basement. My dog has mental problems. I think he does. you got to watch that way those pit bull terriers will be eating your leg in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um... Anyway, well, I want to move on to something a bit bit less serious and a bit daft, really. Uh, but Stephen Totillo is trying to make a case for video games to be an Olympic sport. What? <laughs> so let's go. Let's, go. Oh. let's hear it. Let's hear what he's got to say first. Let's hear what he's got to say. If archery is an Olympic sport and shot put is an Olympic sport, consider the Olympic prospects of pulling back a virtual slingshot with one's fingertip mentally calculating the best trajectory and then letting an angry bird fly and smash into some green pigs. Video games perhaps should have had a place in the ongoing London Summer Games of the Olympiad. Not surprisingly, I've been able to find several video game experts who agree, though all do not and some make good cases against. So, here's the first one. If shooting is a sport, the case of video games is that they are, for all intents and purposes, popular competitions. They competed in around the world more broadly than, say, the non-Olympic sport American football. And while they may not involve running fast, jumping high, or even much sweating, the one-on-one virtual combat of Street Fighter or the simulated clash of futuristic armies in StarCraft require dexterity with a fighting stick or mouse that certainly exceed the muscular dexterity needed for the non-Olympic sport of competitive eating. But maybe, possibly as much as is needed for the Olympic sport of competitive shooting. In my eyes, there is no doubt that the digital gaming will at some point be part of the Olympics. Top StarCraft player Sean Day Nine Plot told me, "Video gaming is a full medium on its own, with it developers exploring new mechanics and players forming vibrant communities." So, what do you think then? Uh, you know what? The Olympics are more than just that. The Oli- first of all, the Olympics are about physical agility. Okay, even things like shot put and archery and table tennis, which I think would be a better example of a something sort of like video games. But even that requires significant physical skill. And video games don't. So I think that's case closed. Yeah, and what about you, Chinny? Yeah. <laughs> video games. Besides, it doesn't I've have heard to this be before. I've, I've heard this before. It's not... No. No. I don't Yeah. You see, I, I have a different issue with it, right? And it's not the sort of, is it physical? Obviously, it isn't unless they did it with Connect or something, you know, and then it could make it physical, I guess. Um, but my my issue is that it's, it's just not, 
interesting to watch someone else play. No, it's not. Watch. No, not really. You know, and, and ultimately part of the Olympics is the spectacle of it, isn't it? You know, it's a spectator yeah. sport, ultimately. And yeah. watching two people play Call of Duty against each other or StarCraft or whatever the hell it is, especially, and the other problem is, right, and this is where the biggest issue lies with it, most non-gamers, you know, and, and even some of us who are actually gamers might not know how StarCraft even works, so we wouldn't be understanding what the hell was going on anyway. We'd be sort of sat Those of us who would understand wouldn't care. And wouldn't care, yeah. So to all those non-gamers would be like, oh, I'm going to be watching the StarCraft tournament today. It's going to be great. Actually, but, no. the, the, the only one that could probably hold its ground... Which will never happen, but it's like a fighting game because apparently they're they're pretty good yeah. to watch because you could right. understand what's going on, you know. Yeah, like sure. Person beats people up. Yeah, um, like watching boxing, but, except with like grappling hooks into the face. <laughs> yeah, um, and Hadouken. And Hadouken. Uh, actually, there was a boxing match for us all that. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I, 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 no, it's not a strong argument. I, I think competitive gaming really isn't. Um, it just it never really takes off. It's very popular with some people, and the, I, I'm aware that there's a, there's different divisions of competitive gaming, and uh, and they're very successful. But really, it, I, I don't think it's ever going to be mainstream, ever. Um, but you know that's fine. Like something. Can and the be... best thing they'll they'll ever do is is just saying like, because they have. Um... Um, sorry, they they have they have their own like major league gaming thing, and that's going to be your best shot. So just pursue that. Don't try to make it an Olympic thing. If you want to get people to watch competitive gaming, fine. Do it on your own systems or whatever. The the, the big the other big issue is is it's too niche in it. And you know we we like to think that video games are mainstream now, and everybody's playing video games, and to a certain extent they are. But the types of video games that they would have to feature as an Olympic sport if that ever happened, which it obviously never is, would would have to be fairly niche, like Street Fighter, and not, you know, loads of people might sort of recognise it, but would be interested in watching it? Probably not. You know, and StarCraft, how many people really know about StarCraft in the in well, the general popu- in the general population though, it's sort of minimal. You know, yes. minimal. Call of Duty, possibly, but who'd want to watch someone play that? I would. You know. No, you not really. would not. No, I would not. Nah. And well, I, I, think, I, I, I also don't follow many Olympic sports, so I'm not the right one to ask about this, I suppose. But, yeah. Uh, I, I just think it can't be considered a sport anyway. Of course it can't be considered a sport. And I talk about, oh, they call themselves electronic athletes. That's a stupid name. There's no reason for anybody to be calling themselves That's also that. untrue. <laughs> well... I mean, it depends they're on what not, you mean by athletes. They're not electronic or athletes. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but anyway, interestingly, this is sort of connected to an email we had this week. Mm-hmm. And I know Are we doing emails now? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a bit early for emails. Okay. Oh. It's a bit early yet, but... Oh. It's oh. early! Do you know... Yeah, never give up, there. Anyway, uh, yeah, Richard Primrose uh, sent an email in. I will read it now, but we've got more to read later. But this, this link, well, it links into some news this week, so ah, it's linked. That's a uh, Stu, that you're linking it. That's a. I know, I know. Like Zelda, I know. And anyway, this is what because yeah, the character in Zelda's name Link. He said, "Stu, see what I, see what I did there." Yeah. Stu, two weeks since the Fez patch discussion, and now the same's happened with one of the big boys. 
Uh, sounds like more players are affected and the problems occurring throughout the game. Frame rate, audio, syncing. But this was this was mentioned when this even first released. Uh, what's your view on this? And now this is a bigger developer with controversial frontman. So this was the Silent Hill HD uh, collection for the PS3 and 360. And I played this. And yeah, huh? The first game on the on the PS3 was sort of alright, but I expected it to be a bit sort of ropey because it's an old game. So I, I, you know, I accepted that there was voice syncing issues and stuff didn't work quite as. What is it? Is this Silent Hill? Yeah, Silent Hill Eight. Silent Hill, all right, all right. Well, they've refused to do the Xbox 360 patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing the PS3 one, right? Because that's free. I don't know whether they're free, but whatever they pay it might not be. Well, they are. The amount they are of them. Yeah. Uh, but the 361 has been cancelled. The 360 patch was dropped due to technical issues and resources. So they didn't say it was necessarily cost. They just said it's uh, yeah. technical no. issues, technical resources. resources. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was code speak for ta- or cost. I don't know. Yeah, because they can't go. They they can't do a fill fish and say can't afford it. I ain't paying that shit. No, because it's cannot not, make. Uh, and... You you would expect a bigger company. Ain't nobody got time for that. You'd expect a company just to go, eh, well, look at the numbers, look how many people bought the game, forget it, whatever, who cares. See, that's what I was thinking about. Every time Call of Duty updates, that's $40,000? Yep. That's insane. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Konami's, you know, unlike uh, Philfish, they've decided to offer a free game as compensation. You know, so for anyone, right, so basically... Anyone who sends an email to Konami, uh, you'll get an offer, according to Cheap Ass Gamer, looking for a list of freebies. And, um, yeah, if you bought the Silent Hill HD Collection 360, and you did so before the 8th of August, and you have a receipt to prove it, they will offer you your choice of a free game. And we mean an old-school physical media game, not some download. So are you ready for this? These, this is what you can have, right? Uh, Professor Layton ripoff at Dr. Lutrec and the Forgotten Knights on the 3DS. Uh, Never Dead <laughs> for the 360 or PS. Wow. wow, yeah. Or, does this minute, or uh, Pro Evolution Soccer uh, North Latin American releases. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Or, finally, this is it, wait for it, you ready for this, you ready for this? Silent Hill HD on the PS3. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Thanks anyway. God. And in addition to that, there's 22 titles from the original Xbox on the list of games available. <laughs> original Xbox. Oh, just the hits keep coming. 13 of which aren't even backwards compatible. <laughs> Damn. It's just like, what? What? So, anyway. So look, what? So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rich. You're wrong because they're offering loads of crap as compensation. Yeah, that's just kind of crazy, isn't it? That they're like, yeah, this is fine. No one will bother. We'll yeah, just... let's give them all. Well, crap that's games. what the PS3 did. We'll, we'll give them. Infamous. Give them Never Dead. They love Never Dead. Oh. Hey, Infamous was a good game. Yeah, true. You know, can't can't complain about that. That's true. It's true. I don't know. It just seems. Very, very strange. Very strange. Um, Final thing I want to talk about tonight before we do go on to emails, because I want to leave a bit of time for Duke to get off his chest, his spoilerish stuff from, you know, Mass Effect 3. Um, There's a lot of, been, you know, lots and lots of talk of free-to-play games, you know, and models for free-to-play games. Yay, free-to-play. 
but they aren't really free to play. I mean, I talked a little bit Some about Some of them this. are. Team Fortress Ma- 2 is. A horse. Yeah, I guess that gives you pretty much everything apart from hats. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, well. But what what is the best best model for this? Now, interestingly, when I went to the pictures, uh, I'm not going to name any names, uh, but one of the guys who came with us is a game developer. That's what he does for a living. Bane? Uh, no. Bane's um, we were chatting. Well, I should like to we try chatting. our game. It's iOS games that he developed. It's free to play, you know. iOS games. But he's got two partners and lots of arguments about how they make money on the game. And the partners are more interested in how to make the most amount of money and get people addicted to whatever they make rather than whether the game's actually any good. Mm. Mm. And it concerns me. You know, it concerns me that a lot of especially publishers, I guess, more than developers, are more interested in how they get people addicted to the game rather than make a great game that people want to buy. Why does that yeah? concern you? Because I feel like if they continue to make masses of money doing games in this way, then the game part will become less and less important. And it'll be more... Why do you think that this person hasn't existed before? In what respect? There are people that think like this all over yeah. the place. Absolutely there is. Um, they have existed uh, since the games industry has existed and before it. They will always exist. To That's be fair, I think maybe Stu is talking about the new emphasis that a lot of developers seem to be putting on giving people a little bit i mean we've seen it with zingo we've seen it with a bunch of other developers there's that fish game where you can buy new fish and like kids are racking up like 200 dollars on their parents yeah. credit cards because the whole thing is about it's free so parents are like oh it's free and then it's like hey just buy this thing buy that thing and it seems like that's more and more the reliance of developers is to get people in with these microtransactions and starting mm. them off free, i mean then saying Hey, there's this As we stuff. know, the old Republic is going free to play this autumn. Yeah, and they weren't making it the other way. Yeah, yeah. It's not not because they want to, you know, they they don't care about how good the game is. I'm sure they do. It's just they want to make money. They have to make money. Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh no, I don't disagree. You're absolutely right. You know, it is about there's making some people who see the numbers well, and go, oh, "I don't care about the game. I just want the numbers." Yeah, and that's that's the, the I guess where the trouble for me comes from because but there's as many of them working for EA as there are for Zynga. Oh, I absolutely. I think I don't think any sort of development house is free from this issue. But also, it's it's almost been driven by PC players to a certain extent, anyway, hasn't it? Because. Part of the reason these free-to-play models came about was because people pirated the game. You know, so rather than pay for the game up front and, you know, buy it, they just downloaded it for free, you know, and cracked it and played it, and they didn't have to pay. So, obviously, developers then were like, and especially the publishers, like, well, we're not making money legitimately because people are pirating our games. How, then, can we make money from it? And that's where the free-to-play model, I guess, originated from to a certain extent. Well, and this is connected to a larger question about how the game, the industry of entertainment, the industries of entertainment respond to the changing nature of digital media. Because it's not something that just game developers are working on. I mean, TV and movies and music, they're all trying to wrestle with this as well. And, you know, 
Radiohead and Nine Inch Nails and other people have done things where they've been like, here, take our music for free, right? And and people, some people have said that means that the quality of the music is going to go down because it's so easily available. You see, but then I think that's not true. I think one of the best models is what the Humble Indie Bundle do and what yeah. Steam do, yeah. where, where they sell games at a discounted price or pay what you like for the games, and yeah. they make way more money on those sales than they do ever, you know, selling it at its normal price. Yeah. You know, and I think that, well, you know, what is wrong with that model? I don't know. And and they do it a lot on the, on the iPhone as well. You know, every now and again, sort of, Infinity Blade will be 69p instead of 199 or whatever it is. And it stimulates yeah. the sales. But what it also does is puts that game in the top 10 iOS downloads or whatever, so people see it there. But I would much rather they do stuff like that than try and think of ways to get money out. I mean, when I see Millie playing My Horse, she's, she is getting addicted to it. I'm a bit concerned. And, you know, she's doing... Uh, you should just give her some crack or something. I know, but it almost is like that. Even today, right, because um, I was bidding on something on on eBay, so I had to take my iPad with me to work this morning. Well, when I came home, she was like, oh, where was your iPad? And I was like, right, because I had to muck my horse out and clean his hay and stuff. And I was like, well, you know... Took it to work with me. That's why you got to get her your own. Her, get, get her I own. know, but then, you know, that's even more worrying. But she was getting proper sort of agitated because she didn't have it today while I was at work to sort of check on her horse or whatever. And then obviously, like I said last week, he does this thing where he, it's like if you do grooming, you've got, then got to wait 10 hours before you can do it again or you can pay to do it straight away again. I don't know. I, d- I really don't like it. I mean, it's even like the Dust 514 thing, you know, the buying all the, the special armor, but you have to do it each time you die, and it costs you 24 cents, so it doesn't sound a lot of money, but that money will soon rack up, won't it? And I just don't think any game is truly free to play, and it's a bit of a misleading title as well, and that, that sort of worries me as well, you know, because the game is free to play. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything new necessarily about it because i mean even if we look at like you know games that you buy you know like a call of duty or whatever there's dlc coming out all the time right they constantly want more money and i think that that is a concern that i would definitely share with you is this notion that every business needs to have of constantly making more 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 money by shoving more and more stuff down our throats but I don't know that I see anything unique to the free-to-play model that is particularly egregious in that regard. No, and, and I, again, I think you're right. And we, I mean, we've seen the Killzone 3 experiment. You know, we've given it away for, yeah. for free-to-play, but you can only get to a certain level, and then you have to pay for the whole game if you want to do that. And I don't mind that as much because, again, you just captured a level, but you can still play the whole game. There's nothing restricted, and it doesn't make you wait. You know, I mean. I mean, can you imagine if you played a game of Call of Duty and if you'd paid for it, you'd sort of, you know, spawn as normally. If you hadn't paid, you had to wait two minutes before you could respawn and play another round or something. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I just think it's a bit strange. Um, I can definitely see Activision trying to go down this route, and we've heard them, you know, trying to sort of monetize Call of Duty more and more. Because well, they've done it in people. China, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, they have. There's like a Call of Duty online thing, isn't there, over there? Yeah, because China are kind of like... Programmed. You know, they're into that whole communism thing, which <laughs> from afar doesn't look too bad. But, you know, they, they have their own um, 
Call of Duty because they can't really get access to everything else. So it's very internal. It's just well, games consoles are banned, aren't they, in China? That's why. Well, yeah. it's it's not. I don't think the sure. games console is banned. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Or buy maybe it. it is. I don't know. Yeah, but PS3 I know that the government is, is most banned. most concerned about people sort of using computers to inter- interact with the rest of the world. That's probably yeah. a like, big concern. Larry, yeah. Larry David said, "All right, in America, um, you can leave your country, but you can't leave your house because of the wife. But in <laughs> China, you can leave your house, but you can't leave your country. I don't know which one I like for more." It's a tough yeah. choice. It's a tough choice. There you go. Mm. 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 I don't know. So, they do some things right. I think it's a worrying trend, though, for me. And, and, you know, like I say, speaking to this game developer this week, and he was quite sort of aggrieved about it. And, you know, it was causing him lots of issues. And, I don't know, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, see. <laughs> see what happens when the new the new generation of consoles comes out, and if that's affected by this, and whether that's a route that they want to start looking at to go down. Don't know. It'd be interesting to see how well that that Call of Duty China thing is going. Don't know. I've no, no we're idea. We're never going to know if it's a success or not. But I'll, t- I'll tell you something though. This week uh, news that I saw, I haven't put it in the show notes, but I did see some news. Thirty million players playing World of Tanks now. 30 million subscribers. Dude. Yeah. 30. Did I mention that, Ginny? 30 million. That's free to play, right? Yeah. That's so that could play. be accounts that just get started and just never play the game, right? Possibly. Possibly. But even though, even if 30 million have just had a look and 20 million them are still playing it, it's still a hell of a lot of people, that isn't it? Multiple accounts. Massive. <laughs> multiple accounts that's exactly what it is I don't know million I don't know but even so it's still a massive amount of people massive amount. it is yes it is um, yeah what I didn't mention earlier by the way I, I have got a daisy update uh, from the guy at work who's playing alright yes, yes. Uh, hello kind of- good evening and welcome to the middle of the film he's, he's had some interesting stuff happen this week it's been an interesting week for him in the game um, We've been all waiting on pins and Oh, pins. I know. I know. It's, it's always interesting. Anyway, so basically the, the best story he had this week was that he basically uh, was looking around the farmyard, you know, minding his own business, and then he heard some guys coming towards him. He could hear the footsteps or something. I don't know. So he ran into an outhouse in the, in the farmyard just to sort of hide. And then he was sort of crouched down in this outhouse, and he could see the two guys in the yard through the door. And he was like... Have they seen me? Have they not seen me? Am I safe? I don't know. So he said, I was sat there crouching, and he said, I was like, and he said, my heart was pounding, right? So I was sat there thinking, crap, have they seen me? I don't know whether they've seen me. And they both had guns, he said. And then anyway, one of them with a shotgun started walking towards where he was hiding, and he said, I was like, oh, crap, he's seen me, they've seen me, they've seen me. And I said, well, did they, did you try and communicate? You know, did they sort of put, nope, he said there was nothing. I said, so what did you do? And he said, well, I was crouched there, waiting for him to get to the door of the, the outhouse I was hiding in. And then he came in with his gun pointed towards me. And I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I looked at him and he looked at me and he didn't do anything. So I thought, well, if he's not doing it, I'm going to. He said, so I got my hatchet out and just started hacking him. (laughs) Whoa. So I said, right. Right. He's like, he said, I was like, hack, 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 right. And he said he was bleeding and then he shot me and he shot me in the arm and then my arm was bleeding. And I was like, oh, he said, and then the other guy obviously saw what was happening. He said, but by this time I downed him. So he was on the floor, right? Hacked. Right. He said, and then the other guy shoots at me. He said, I managed to dodge him. And then he shot off his bullets and I was dodging, zigzagging around this, this like farmyard. Right. He was like, yeah. 
he said, and then and then he ran out of bullets and he was re- trying to reload it. Then I'm running behind him and hacking at him while he's trying to reload his weapon. Jeez. <laughs> right. He said, and I hacked him until he was on the floor bleeding to death. Right. He said, but then I was bleeding quite a bit because I've been hit a couple of times. So I tried to stagger off. Then I saw out the corner of me, I'm getting back up off the floor. So he said, I was like, oh crap. So he said, so I turned around, went back, hacked him some more, and he sh- he managed to shoot me again while I was hacking him. And then he died, the the guy who was hacking, and then he as the player actually died, so they both ended. So everybody ended up dead in the end. Wow. And I was like... <laughs> but he's still liking the game, though? He's loving it. He cannot play it enough. It's um, It's been announced that it's going to be a standalone now, hasn't it? Yeah, I did tweet that or put it on Facebook. Yes, it's going to be a standalone game. They haven't announced what platforms yet, have they? It'll just be PC, won't it? The, you think? I would be shocked if it comes on anything else. Why? I don't know. I just would be. Don't you think it seems like the type money? of infrastructure of a game that would be hard to sustain on a... Because it's a persistent world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There aren't many persistent worlds that show up on consoles, are there? Not that I'm aware of. I would love it to. Right? Look, I am absolutely with you. I would love this to be on the console. But it, seems unlikely, it? It, it just seems very unlikely. It's so PC-centric. I would be very shocked if this came on the on the console. But you never know. You never know. And, and to be fair, the Armour 2 developers are PC-centric. But then they've... They have... the, um, because, like Minecraft, I think people turn up in suits and suitcases going, make this, uh, make this game fucking work on this, okay? And yeah, then but leave. Yeah, maybe. But it would never work on this generation of console. And even if it, if it did, it would be gimped, wouldn't it? It would have to... Yeah, it would be gimped if it was on this generation. But I, I'm next, still optimistic about it coming maybe. to consoles. Next, next, maybe. I don't... You say next generation, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think it could come sooner. We'll see. Well, again, we'll see. That's my favourite phrase, isn't it? We'll see, but I can't... I'd be very shocked. It would be cool, but I'd be shocked. But yeah, he's loving it. He just cannot get enough, and he's like trying to figure out ways to make more time to play it, which is a bit worrying from <laughs> from him sort of point of view. I think he's getting very addicted to playing it. Uh, but he just loves it. He said he just he just can't get enough, you know. And he gets really frustrated when he can't get linked to the server or there's an update because we're updating it all the time. And so every time there's an update, I'm like, oh man, I can't play. So he's he's definitely into it in a big, massive way. But he said, sounds like a great game. He said he cannot remember the last time he played a game where his heart was beating that fast. He said, I thought it was going to burst out of my chest. He said, the rush was that much when I was running around this yard hacking this guy to death. He said, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's proper into it. He's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. So yeah, yeah, good, to, good for him. I'd, I, I still don't know whether I'd like it completely, but you never know. You never know. Um, so that's it for all the newsy type stuff this week, and it's now time for emails. Oh, now it's time for you. Now, now you want me to play. Now that it's such. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. That did rule. There you go. There you go. Um,. Well, our first one is from Mr. Reaper. You know, we, you know, it's put in, what was it? 300, 900, what, 900. Oh, that's right. 900 hours. 900 hours in one that's game. Ain't nobody got time for that. And, you know, you said it was fine because, you know, you oh, know, it lies. Jesus, it's a far. <laughs> it lies the game. 
and, and I said, you know, it's still a crazy amount of hours, and I still stand by that. But anyway, he's he's come back. He says a different way to play. So this is what he says. He said, the reason I log so many hours in is the way I play. For Skyrim and Oblivion... Let me guess, he doesn't fast travel. You're right. For Skyrim (laughs) and Oblivion, the first thing after being on my own is I went up the side of the tallest mountain just to find the road at the top. Then I would run around the world looking at the awesome scenery for the next three or four real-time days. Wow. Then... So maybe. not adventuring or anything, just looking at the scenery for three days? Yeah, then maybe do a quest you, you or two. Sh- you should stop reading this now, because I'm starting to lose a little respect for it. Then maybe do a quest or two, then explore some more. Then after, I- <laughs> then after I have got about half of the places on the map, I start to see how strong I could make my character. The first one is an Ord, is now level 79, uses two one-handed weapons and four pieces of equipment at plus 47%. I hope uh, he's got his potion at a plus 130%. He has, and the potion at a plus 130%. The same stuff, smithing and bows. I do <laughs> 1,395 damage. Does he add uh, six or three? No, then adds times six, four <laughs> times three for bows for sneak attack. Oh, both. You right. do the math. I just did. If I sneak up on anything, it's dead. Alchemy, enchanting, and smithing are max. The second character is a level 61, uses bows, and can sneak up on a roosting dragon and kill it arrows. on kill it with- arrow. Arrow, brilliant. Wow. What's the sad part? The sad part is I did not finish with the DLC yet. Uh, figure another 200 hours for a total of 1,100 hours. Is there any more sadder parts? Yeah, the sadder part is I will most likely double that in Minecraft. Stew. I can make fake blue glass. Offer still stands, Duke. Free mine crack. Come on, buddy. Take a hit. You'll like it. Talk him into it. Oh, thanks. Mr. Reaper. Sorry, Mr. Reaper, but Duke will not um, not buy Minecraft because that's not not the guy. I won't even accept a free game, which is what he's offering. I know. If you want to um, donate those points to me, then I'll put them to better use. Uh, I don't know where I bought it on. No, don't do that. That's a dumb idea. Got nothing to buy. Anyway, I'd just like hybrid. <laughs> I'd just like to say, look, it's fine. Look, if you want to play the game that way, that's fine. Who are we to judge, really? We're not, are we? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to yeah. put 1,100 hours in, walking around the make-believe world, which is kind of cool, I've got to admit, you know, I do love the world of Skyrim and walking around. It is cool. Six minutes. I know. Yeah, really. yeah. my thirty hours of his eleven hundred is literally like nothing, is it? You know, it's, it's it literally really, nothing. It is literally nothing. But you know, keep it up, look, If that's where you play games, and you enjoy it. Blue dot. There you go. Yeah, I would like to know. I will be in touch to find out how you make fake blue glass because I want some fake blue glass. Uh, what What does he mean by that? Well, I wanted coloured glass, but there's no way to make it. Right. And I have looked, and there's no way to even make well, it on the put wall behind it. Well, apparently, I'm guessing that's maybe what you do to make it glow mm. blue. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so that's, that's kind of cool, Tom. Thank you very much for that. Mr. Uh, Reaper. Okay, here we go. This next one is from uh, Jason Gallagher. Jason Gallagher. It's a long email. I know, it is a, it is a long email. Uh, but before we get to that, I have got another one of Jason's, just to sort of mention, haven't we, Duke? Yeah, what? He did send an email to us both. To us both. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. I uh, don't have that. This is only a short email, though. 
He says, I really have been enjoying the Dear Esther talk. Listen, I personally love the interactive experience. I wish I could get more of them. I think they could follow, say, The Walking Dead's take on episodic storytelling if Dear Esther uh, was set up as if it were playing a like, TV show, say, like Twin Peaks or Lost with a controller in your hand. It would be considered a new way to play true gaming of the future. And in my opinion, brilliant. I felt as if the narrator was the husband and I was Esther roaming the island in my coma state, actually physically in either the hospital room or the side of the road after the narrator wrecked our lives in the car. Then I felt as if the island was just a source of many metaphors, nothing is clear, and this is what makes the title Love It or Hate It. Come back every time I drowned as it was calling out to me just to pull me back out of the coma. The end of the game was me dying or just maybe me coming back. Who knows? Jason... Uh, so that's what he said, and then he put... Uh, now, interestingly, the developer did an interview um, with Gama Sutra, and I read yeah. actually all of it, right? And the most interesting thing, I don't know what... I mean, I know you've read this too, Duke, right? Yes, I have. The most interesting thing I took from the interview was that he said there possibly is no overarching story at all, and basically all the narration bits are just random things that he wrote. And this whole experiment was that people would fill in the blanks as to what they thought it all meant. Which is fine. And this is I what mean, I said to Jason Garn. This is what I'll say to the whole crowd listening now. That There's nothing inherently wrong. Maybe I gave the wrong impression last week, and maybe I sounded too negative because I don't want to be too negative. I want to I want to be full of good cheer and positivity because there's a lot of things I love in the world and I like I've said many times in the past I love mist even though that's kind of in some ways ambiguous not really but um I'm okay with ambiguity in games and it wasn't necessarily the ambiguity or or the even the lack of interactivity would have been okay but the problem that I have with Dear Esther is that there, there's there's really not a lot of philosophical depth to that story. It's basically about a dude who goes to an island and and it's something to do with this car crash that happened and then you turn into a bird. And like when I saw the golden mean drawn the spiral with the golden mean drawn in the sand, I thought, oh, how cool! This is presaging some sort of interesting exploration of like the meaning of life or something like that. But it ends up not really being any of that, and that's what was so disappointing to me. If the story had been better, I would have been much more forgiving about the fact that you can't interact with anything well, and that there's really nothing no, to no, do. But that the guy who made the game—that was his whole point. There is no story; it's what well, you make of it. Well, you know what? It's what's it's what's inside your imagination that makes well, the story. That's great, but I prefer to have an actual. Which I totally story. got. If, if if the whole thing is just the story, then there needs to be a story. Isn't that a crazy thing for me to think? I know. But it was an experiment. That was the whole point of it. Uh, it was it was to see how different people interpreted the game, and he wanted it to be as ambiguous as possible, and that. There was no mission potentially, in that sense. potentially there was a story. Potentially there wasn't a story, and the story <laughs> is whatever you make of it. And it's interesting because you know what? I can do that with a yeah. pad of paper and a pen. I don't need someone going. Is there a story or not? I don't know. I just I like it for that, and I think I totally right. got it. I guess you know I totally okay, got what it was. Mean. What it was because what was interesting when I read the interview, that was everything I thought about the game, and I hadn't read the interview at that point. Oh well, you know, and you're, I, you and I him, you're it. just like peas in a pod, dude. You're just we totally are. synced up. I mean, sometimes you just got to go with the flow, haven't you? You've not got to judge everything based on a game because it's not Me? a game. Me know. not just... judge everything? What are you talking about? I know. Sometimes you just got to go chill out and go with the flow. Keep an uh... open mind. 
keep an open mind. Open mind, whatever. Yeah, mind's like parachutes. No, I, hey, they I did keep an open mind, open. but that doesn't mean I'm going to automatically accept whatever happens. True, true, but it helps if you're open-minded, I guess. Well, that's like saying, oh, the the uh, hybrid, you just didn't have an open mind. Well, no, because that's different, because that sets out to be something specific. Well, how do you know? Maybe the guy was trying to make it. It's all about the experience of waiting to play a multiplayer game. And in that waiting, you have profound revelations. It is whatever you want it to be. What were you doing while you were waiting to get in the multiplayer lobby? Mm, Just saying. You should have filled in the gaps. Just saying. No, I'm just saying. That was the whole point. That's what he was making. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Right, are you ready then? Let's... Okay, yes, moving on. <laughs> Let's read his um, his proper email. So this is this is what Jason had to say. So he says this, uh, Veteran Gamers Community coming together for the gold. Why not? Uh, just a few shout-outs to the community. Keep up the Twitters, reviews and Facebooks and bring some emails for the love of God so I can give these guys a break. They are tired of poop. SLH, yeah, thanks, thanks for adding content to the show. You are very brave. I would love for more slender commentary from the community. Now, you can only really do that once, can't you? That's not a, like, a regular thing, is he? Is it? Oh, you know, no, think, think what about this new game more. you've got? They could do a commentary for that. Yeah, there should be one more. Maybe someone on the show or something. Yeah, but I've already played While it. While they're listening to the show, you mean? No, I'm Stupid. just saying you should do it. Yeah, but uh, I've already played it, so he's no... Surprise for me anymore. I know. Yeah, well, oh, the I, next I don't scary game that someone randomly says here. Anyway, he says, Stu, do your video already. I'm guessing that's what he was alluding to. Anyway, also, ask your wife to play the game in the dark with headphones. I promise after she grabs a few notes in the game, she'll just be as scared as you. Watching over the shoulder doesn't really have the same effect as doing it yourself. Not sure you've talked about it, but A Mother's Inferno is a free horror game for the Mac and PC. Google it, which I did, so that's where the uh, recommendation came from. But I wasn't that impressed. It was all right. No, not great, as you heard earlier. Hey, Bursa Lem's uh, game idea sounds incredible. Seriously, a game with you guys in it could be very entertaining. Do an adventure shooter game. I'm sure Stu's weapon would shoot gorgeous, glittery unicorn turds. Uh, the diva would be the princess begging to be saved from the Xbox indies, and Jude would be the boss that kills enemies by yelling "Foos Rada!" Hey, Jude. Oh wait, here I'll play this. Doesn't have the same impact when I have to set it up like that. Yeah, not quite. Hey, Jude. Seriously, watch out for Stu's gun. Surface lizard, please don't tweet. Talk. We miss your voice, but please. I know a lizard isn't meant to be tamed free speech and all, but the last time you were on the show, it took me a week to get the vomit stain out of my shirt. You are a true talent and you should be heard. Speak up, man. Couldn't you just do one more bit for old time's sake? I'll keep a bath bag handy just in case. Or you could just keep it clean. I hate puking. Quamrian, don't you have a minute to recommend a good indie game? I went through five games the other day and they Quamrian were... never has just a minute. And they were all shit. <laughs> Come on, man. You be my filter and Vlados has had some poor picks of late. Well, that's my fault, I guess. Uh, just not inspired, I guess. Just saying. Well, you can only you can only look at what's on there. Uh, Bongo, stop beating those drums. It drives me mad. Uh, Stu Lake 52, the new Final Fantasy is coming very soon. I will choose my own adventure with zombie. <laughs> Gary, don't look now, but there's a clown behind you. If you don't believe me, just ask your dog or just take a whiff of he just crapped himself watching Poltergeist in the other room. I miss the sexy sacks. Come together, community. Together we're bigger than Vlados, and that says a lot, because to me she was it. Like the moonlight on Marilyn Monroe. 
Help no, me through- do not listen to him. Help me get through these difficult times. The Indie Pick just brings me down lately. I want to thank all of you for sharing this huge video game love and big thanks once again to Chin, Duke and the Daddy for taking their time to share it with all of us. I'd like to close out by saying Deadlight is only a two-hour game for 1,200 points. Wait for the sale. Mother's wow. point, did you know, now that the Orange Box is on Xbox Live for 19.99? one more thing. In Mass Effect, Jack was with me. She had a deep story, and that was touching and well worth exploring her drama and tears. Sorry you guys missed out. She also got the N7 logo on Shepard's uniform tattooed on her ass. Uh, by the way, sorry for my love of poop humour, but I'm immature and, well, poop has made me laugh many, many times. Sorry. Bye. There you go. And that's there you it. go. So, uh, thank you for that as always, I guess. So, I yeah, guess. keep it up. But, yeah, other people... No, we appreciate you writing in. We absolutely always do. But other people... Write some emails as well, then we can read more. Yeah. Anyway, talking of other emails, uh, Richard Primrose did send us another one. And he said this, Gateways, you might want to do a bit on the show about the Indie Uprising 3 as Gateways made uh, maybe part of it. There, there looks to be some serious good titles in it. Uh, so, yeah, I had a look at this. I did have a look. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, has anyone else had a chance to look what's on the Indie Uprising this time around? I did. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, there's some good possibilities, but it's so hard to tell from the way they look. You have to play them. Yeah, yeah, they they look like games that need to be played. Yeah, there's there's one or two. There are one or two that are looking, yeah, pretty good, I reckon. Pretty, pretty good. Which is obviously gateways, you know, because we've actually uh, played that, haven't we, really? Uh, but there's also one, a game called Entropy. Entropy? Entropy? Entropy. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, Pixel and Orphil, whatever that is. Uh, but they, they look they do look a cut above the usual indie game stuff. So hopefully we'll we'll have something interesting coming and uh, some interesting games to talk about for a few weeks. We a bit of luck, so we'll see how that goes. So they're coming soon. So staying on that. Um, so that's that for that one. So thank you, School as usual. And uh, yes, we also have one off uh, IP. I like this email. I like this email. And he says this. Um, the title is Brink was amazing and fuck you all for saying otherwise. Mm. Yeah, he loved it. Like, Tell us what you really think. IP loved it. Anyway, he says, Hey guys, as I'm so excited about the next generation of Xbox hardware, I thought I would share my predictions with you and give you the opportunity to either agree or disagree. Ooh. I have filtered through multiple rumors and sources, uh, such as a supposedly leaked documentation to create this list, which I believe is true. What do you guys think, though? So this is, he thinks this is very true. So let's mm. see. Number one. The next Xbox will run on Windows 8. Uh, it will have the very Windows 8-esque interface, allowing access to the Windows app marketplace where apps can be purchased and downloaded. I doubt it. Uh, what do you think, Ginny? Uh, I think that's likely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's possibly true. I think it'll have a version of Windows 8 running on it. Yeah, I do. I mean, they're putting, they're putting their browser on the next, on like the current version, aren't they? In, yeah. In the so, future. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think that's true. And and obviously, they, they want to sort of have their own apps marketplace, and that's what the arcade will potentially become. Maybe. Maybe. They, they, they try and promote this, push this apps business on the Xbox. And... We'll have to wait and see. I think that I think that's definitely. I know we should do. We should wait and see. We should wait and see. But I agree. Ginny agrees, and Duke's a bit no. Duke doesn't think so. Okay, number two, the console will be called Xbox Infinity. 
The logo will be an 8, which lays on its side to create the Infinity logo. I like that, but I don't, I don't know whether that's going to be true, but I like it. Mm. Uh, what do you think? Uh, whatever name they call it, everybody will hate it at first, and then eventually accept it, like Connect. Yeah, Xbox Infinity. I like the idea as well. If it is a last generation of physical consoles, Xbox Infinity would make sense as well in that respect, wouldn't it? Do it, Lisa. You'll be greater than or equal to boys. Even though you're only eight, your possibilities are infinite. <laughs> 27! <laughs> 27! What's that from? Simpsons, when Lisa's uh, deciding whether or not uh, to be uh, to dress up like a boy. Uh, okay, here we go. Math class. Number three. Every Xbox will be packaged with Connect 2. This will be comprised of two yeah. non-motorized sensors which will attach to the wall behind your TV and will be much more accurate. And will also kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't run that game. I, but I can kill you. I don't know. I, I don't know how... You know, accurate this is from a sort of point of view of that. There'll just be two sensors that are attached to the wall and they won't be motorized. I don't know how that'll work. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if that's very, true, I don't know. It's maybe, a very specific. I know, maybe he has a source for that. I don't know. But maybe he's seen something. Maybe he has. Maybe he has. But that would be cool if that was true and it would, you know, would sort out all these so it would just view your whole room, I'm guessing. Can I read out number four? Yeah, go for it. All controllers, headsets, and arcade games will be backwards compatibility. Compatible. Yeah, Done. controllers and headsets, I would have said, are a given. Controllers, yes, because they have the yeah. perfect controller, apart from yeah. the D-pad, which they've fixed yeah. anyway. Headsets, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, arcade games, that mm. would be... This seems like a list of things that Pete wants, right? Arcade <laughs> games, Arcade games would be... A, that would be great. You know what? If they was all backwards compatible and they just... Because Xbox Live is, is a service and that can carry, that was on the original Xbox and it carried on to the 360 and it carries on to the Infinite or the 720 or whatever. Also, it would be great if you could get a, game, a Guy you know, Fox the, mask for your avatar. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. And, um, you know, that, that would... In an ideal world, that would be great. I don't know if they'd do it. But it, you know what? Oh, yeah, I'm 50-50 on that. They, they might do they might do. Because, you know, what's the worst they're going to do? Not everyone's going to buy them again, are they? So, yeah. Um, they could do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That, that could... Because it's on your account, isn't it? Yeah, that could be it's true. like you download history to your account. You're going to log in the same, you know, game attack. But it's whether the hardware will support... The, because they're obviously developed for the 360, it's got a whole new architecture. So, it's, all it is is a dumb PC. That's all an Xbox is. Yeah. It's just a PC. There's well, a single-use PC, to be fair. I mean, yeah. Dumb, yeah. smart. But yeah. It's a dumb PC. Um, yes. So I, I don't think the, the the infrastructure of the next Xbox is going to be much different, to be honest. Yeah. No. Okay. From, from that dev kit we saw anyway, it's a PC. So. It is definitely a PC. Anyway, the form factor will be large. And it was and not worth $20,000. I don't know why I paid that. 20, I mean, I don't know why that person paid that. 20100 to be exact. Anyway, uh, the form factor will be large and flat like most other audio video hardware. This will help it fit into your entertainment stack. Again. This this sounds like a list of things that he wants. Yeah, I think that could be half true, but I think they've still got to make it distinctive enough so it stands out. But yeah, I mean, the biggest thing seems to be it's a 
media center or it's going to do films and it's going to do TV and it's going to do sports and it's going to do all this other stuff. So it would make sense to make it look something that the masses would accept readily. You know, so it doesn't necessarily look like a gaming console. I, I would... agree with the next one. Well, we'll come we'll come back to that one in a second. But that would tie in if the Connect Two is more discreet, as in just two sensors. Because again, non-gaming people don't want a big, you know, lens on top of the TV. So yeah, no, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Number six, the Xbox will have a Blu-ray drive. I don't think so. I don't know. Really? I mean, mm, I don't think why so. Why not? Why not? Yeah, that's a, that's a, why wouldn't they do it then? Because it's Sony. Yeah, but it's not really. Or is it not really? Well, there's lots of manufacturers have Blu-ray players. It's not just Sony, is it? Sony have an invested interest in it and obviously have a share in it, you know, from that point of view. But stranger things have happened. Mm. And and if they want to be truly media, you know, Blu-ray, unless there's another thing that supersedes Blu-ray anytime soon, then I can't see what that would be. There might be another one that matches it. Yeah, but then you've got this issue of publishing stuff and, you know, movie makers don't want to publish on two formats. That's why, that's why Blu-ray... Won't... Oh, yeah, but like, I'm not talking about movies, just games. Just put the game on there. Yeah, but there's games and there's movies. You know what I mean? If it's a true media... Yeah, but they're, they're, yeah, but the they're not... Living room, they're going to have they're not to concerned about... Xbox are not concerned about putting people putting movie discs into that. I think uh, that what I, we're going to see is that Xbox is going to gamble on the hope that online streaming is going to bypass the Blu-ray thing, so that Blu-ray... Like, okay, if they had put out the original Xbox and it couldn't play DVDs... Wait, could it play DVDs? Yeah. Okay, yep. if it couldn't... <laughs> I never had an Xbox, I don't know. Uh, and it couldn't play DVDs, they would have been missing a big trick, right? So that's the fear, I think, that some people have, that, oh, if you can't play Blu-ray, you're missing a... But I think that Blu-ray came at a time when online streaming was growing up, and as a result, Blu-ray is not as essential as having a DVD player on the first Xbox was. Yeah, I actually... I, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if they didn't put a, D- a Blu-ray player on, but I also think that that would be one more thing for them to be able to say, hey, look, you can have this. Yeah. I actually agree to a certain extent, because a lot of the movies I watch these days are streamed. I very rarely watch there you, you go. know, a physical disc of any description. You know, and Love Film Player works really well, and, you know, I watch loads of films via that, so... I half agree with you, but then on the flip side, I do think not everybody's got fast enough internet to stream movies and stuff, so there'll still be a, a certainly an element. Streaming still people. isn't there. Still no. Isn't there. no, no. Who who prefer a physical disc and stuff? It is for the people that have great internet, but you know, like some people I've experienced going around someone's house and they haven't got great internet, and you try and watch something on stream, like that's streaming and. It cuts out and it's just oh, I can't imagine. That would drive me insane. If we're watching a movie and the disc has like a scratch or something, I go ape nuts. I'm just like, ah, piece of crap. Yep. 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 And it's like, you know, it's like um, Dan was saying. He he was saying that he only has 60, is it 60 gigabytes a month he gets as a maximum download limit? Yep. yep. And streaming HD takes a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, it does. So, you know, so I don't know if we're there yet with that. I mean, it's definitely that's the way it's going to go, but I don't know if we're there. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> there we go again. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, number seven, it will be available on contract from release in North America and later to the rest of the world. 
What? So I think he's also referring to the yeah. the payment plan that they released recently in America, where you. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you you pay like your phone basically. You, you pay yeah. it monthly and you pay a little bit more, but. Do you think they'd ever, they'd ever do it like a phone where it's like the Xbox, new Xbox, is totally free? No. And you just pay so much a month like you would with a fancy no. phone. Because people are hardwarding to buy and spending a lot of money for that. Well, and we're already paying for Xbox Live, yeah, but, Gold. But when you think about it, I mean, to... you know, you can get, what, an, an S2, um, Samsung S2, which are about... £500 to we, there was a different It's a different market. They're, they're used to paying... Just monthly and getting the phone free over there. Pay twenty quid a month. So would these, you know, Xbox Live go? People who buy consoles aren't used to just paying a monthly fee for it. That you know they would expect to put down something, and then if they have to pay a monthly fee, then they will. I I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be like that anyway. I think you'll. If anything, you'll have the choice. Yeah, there'll be two options. One, there'll be buy it bulk or like when you have insurance or anything you just buy bulk or you just do it monthly yeah they'll be buy bulk or they'll be pay 99 quid up for stores it. have been doing that you for years anyway yeah i think it would make sense i think they would certainly uh, probably pull a few more players in doing it that way for the people who can't afford it all in one chunk mm. so we'll see anyway so that's pretty much it thank you for sharing your views and as always keep up the amazing show you guys rock i pete P.S. I've booked a room in the hotel you're staying in for Eurogamer, but I'm staying there the night before you, which is bad news for you, as I have a habit of wetting the bed, especially when I do it on purpose. Hmm. Uh, thank you for that. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, it's thank very you. kind to wet our bed, potentially. Who knows? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh, Don Hume says, Dilemma. Dear veteran gamers, I am no longer able to play console games as I am having to focus more on getting built up like a brick shithouse for the army. Please save my gaming and suggest some quick iOS games and Vita games. I miss my gaming. So, well, Vita, we, we, you've got no chance on that because nope. what we we know nothing about Vita. I think there's a little big planet coming out for the Vita. You could yeah. wait for that. But miss, apart from that. Yeah, I miss my gaming so much. Uh, Epic Show, as always, Don820. Um, Thank you. Yeah, this oh, great... little big planet for the Vita is coming. So, yeah, get that one that comes out. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, as far as iOS, there's lots of games on there, right? Let's let's give some. So, Beat Hazard, which is an indie game, but it's brilliant on on uh, the iPhone. I don't know whether it's got an iPad or an iPhone. I'm guessing it's an iPhone. So, go we Beat Hazard. That's great. It's sort of a two twin stick shooter, which uses the music on your iPhone to create the levels and everything. Sort of shoots in time. So, it's very cool. So, that definitely be getting that. Uh, the Radiant games, Crossfire's on there. That's cool. So there's quite a lot of the radiant shooters on there. Um, Scribble Notes is is really good on the iPhone. So Scribble Notes is definitely worth getting on there. That's a lot of fun. Little puzzle. You recommend one? You lacking? Yeah, yeah. You- uh, seven words. That's a good game. It's yeah. Like a crossword puzzle, but you tap on the letters. Yep. So that's cool. I'll recommend one. Uh, trenches. There's a game called Trenches, and it's on the iPad, I think. And you have to get you guys over to the enemy's trench. It's fun. I haven't played that. I'll, I'll download that myself. And oh, I'm also playing a little uh, puzzle game called The Heist, I think it's called. Oh, someone else told me about that. Yeah, The Heist. It was free for like a day or something, so it's fun, cute. I also downloaded one called Finger Olympic, which I haven't played, but it's. Uh, yeah. I got it for free. So. Um, what else is really great on there? Is, is the Monkey Island games are both on there? 
Meh. Monkey Island 1 and 2, so if you want something to get your teeth into, they're worth doing. Um, GTA 3 is on the, and it sort of works. Ah, it's fine. Don't it's all this shoot's fine. It all works. It's all right. Ah, it's good. It's good. It is. It's all right. It works fine. It's worth a look. It, um, it's about as easy to control as it was on the PS2. Yeah, so you've been so, fine. Uh, yeah. Infinity Blade, Infinity Blade 2, Max Payne is good on there, but you need to set it on easy, and you'll be fine with that. Yeah, okay. it, it, it would be handy to know whether it's an iPad or an iPhone, because some games are obviously better on iPad for a bigger screen, etc. Um, well, he's um, away from games, I'm sure he... Uh... Doesn't yeah, think. so that gives him a few, and I'll also email some to him when I have time to write a few down. I'll email him back with some. You're so thoughtful, stuff. I know, I know. So that's some some for you to listen to, and then I'll I'll email a load across to you because I play lots of games on my iPhone, iPod, iPad stuff. So yeah, that'll keep him ticking out while he's uh, getting on building himself like a brick share. Yeah, and I think there's a good mixture of little games and big games there for him. So something to get his teeth into, and some just little five minute fixes every now and again. Should. Yeah, uh, and that's it for the email. Oh, so, by thank- the way, on, on that last email, my friend is doing the same thing. He's recently joined the army, and he's getting posted to Germany soon. Um, but he he has to put gaming on the shelf for a bit because he's too busy kind of joining the army and sorting that out. But he did. He is back for two weeks. So, and he's a massive Halo fan. So, I'm working through Halo anniversary with him. So, hopefully next week, yeah, I'll finish that. So yeah, I, he's going through the same thing, and he's having a and he loves Borderlands, and obviously Borderlands Two is coming. Who doesn't? Yay! There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, thank you for all of those. Uh, we have got some Twitters. Twitters. Hit it. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit twit twittered it. Twittered it. Twitter Twitter twittered it. Um, here we go. Uh, first one's from Bousy, and he says, oh. uh, "My wife just said, why don't you buy that lips game for the kids?' I must confess that I was a little excited myself. There you go. He obviously wants to get a bit of the diva singing on the Australia, Australia. It's fine. I've never played it. It's it, it'll be just like sing so, and it'll be fine. Be fine. Have fun with it. You know, just get get your singing on. You'll be fine." What's uh, that lips? I'll play yeah. lips. Lips. Do you think it was good? It's singing. Like, <laughs> it's a karaoke game, right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. How much can there really be to it? You sing, and if you're drunk, you probably have fun, but I don't get drunk, so I didn't find it fun. <laughs> Done. There you go. There you go. And yeah, tweeted about uh, Global Offensive. Yep. The old mm-hmm. Counter-Strike being released, etc. And Pam C. Fox said, finally, I'll get it on XBLA for sure. And he's going to do that. Yep. yep, I will as well. Yep. So there you go. That's what Sam is. That's another game that's not the Summer of Arcade, which is probably going to be the best thing about the Summer. Yeah, August 21st, that's coming out. So there you, go. Right. Yep. there you go. Chinny tweeted it. You heard it from Chinny. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Yes, Turtle502 said, way behind on podcast now, listening to episode 134. What are we on? Uh, 136 tonight, so there's only a couple behind. There's it's only not, a couple. There's only, right. only a couple behind. There's only a couple. Yeah. Uh, Bousy said, come on, Bousy. guys, what's with a spoiler fest? Because that was last week, we did do quite a bit of spoiler fest. Oh, yeah. What did we yeah, spoil? Sorry. Uh, Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but apparently, if you haven't played it by now, you're an idiot and you suck and we hate you. Mm-hmm. 
Andy Arresta, to be fair, for anyone who did want it. Oh, yeah. Who gives a fuck about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, <laughs> no one. Yeah, well, Nobody cares. do. Just because you don't care, that doesn't mean everyone else doesn't. I went to the developers the other day, because they're only Shropshire, and I said, do you care? And they went, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Mike Vasey said he prefers this version of Chinny, meaning Chinny the Diva. Maybe the real one will get jealous. Same. Nope. That's the way you're real diva, like the flaws sit. No. Yeah. David Trippney. I'm, I'm the diva, so I don't care. David Trippney sent us a Pac-Man the movie, brilliant video. I haven't actually looked at it yet. so I, I haven't seen it. that. No, I need yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Phillips said, three weeks away with no tinternet. What have I missed podcasting news-wise? You missed the Mass Effect 3 playdate for one thing. Yeah, yeah, missed quite a bit of her? And then Turtle502 uh, had caught up. He said, Lazy Sunday going through my corporate email while listening to Podcast 135. I can't get through one without the other. There you go. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We appreciate everybody who shows us such love. And- yep. SLH then tweeted us, uh, our veteran game is Japan. Um, Space Invaders was so popular, there was a coin Japan! Shot- a coin shot. We knew that. I remember that. There was no no coins because right. they used them all in yeah. Space Invaders. I remember that. I don't actually remember it because I wasn't around probably at the time, but I remember, sure I remember hearing about it. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Sure, you wasn't around. You know. Uh, anyway. Uh, Antonio Phillips then says, at Camp Echo, I don't know what Camp Echo is, I was voted the most likely uh, to survive a zombie apocalypse thanks to my COD zombie skills. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And actually, he's camp for zombies. Uh, Ginny's, Ginny's tweeted tonight, we're recording the show now, and Bousy said, uh, at Veteran Gamers, at Ginny Diva, I can hear the kids saying, be quiet, Ginny. So he didn't actually do the re- the tweet to you, he did it to Ginny the Diva. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be sad, this Ginny the Diva's going to get more followers than me. Well, he's already up to about 25, he's got 25 uh, followers already. Yeah, I've only got 24, I think. Oh, no, you, you've got quite a few. Anyway, he then said, uh, at Veteran Gamers UK, followed by Duke, uh, playing... Australia, Australia, we love them. P.S. Please don't attempt Aussie accents again. Australia, Australia. <laughs> well, I thought mine was kind of good. Anyway, I listened that- back to yours and I thought it was all right, actually, Stu. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible. I'll give you some credit. I thought your Australian accent was good. Oh, there you go. Who'd have known? Yeah. Anyway, total five. Accents are really, really hard. I don't know. I think we should be generous to each other. No, they're not. <laughs> Uh, Turtle502 said oh my god oh my god oh my god what right now it's like we're in the same time zone (laughs) there you go and uh, Mike Vasey said which Ginny has turned up the real one or the fake diva I don't know who that is or is it me oh no that would be the saddest thing ever I made a fake account about me so anyway, that's it. So thank you very much for all the Twitters. Keep them coming. We do like the at Twitters. So there you go. Uh, well, I guess we do quick shout outs and then there's the Mass Effect free thing and then I can go to bed. It's time for a Colbert Rapport shout out. Hey! There you go. Uh, well, I'll go first um, because my main two, we've got two iTunes reviews this week. Have we? Yeah, we've got two. That's two not people. bad, is it? Well, yo, 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 yo. yo. Yo, yo, you want them I, 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 I choose refuse? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, actually, yes and no is very accurate this week. Oh, no. Yes and no. And so we got two reviews, just only one of them's good. Yeah. 
Actually, they're both great. I love yeah, both of they're these. Great. Look, the first one says this. Awesome podcast, five stars. It's good. If you are a gamer, you must listen to this podcast. The guys on there are funny, and they give honest, informative views on what they are playing. Keep up the great work, guys. Uh, yeah. That's from Matty. So thank you very much, Matty. That's very kind of you. Uh, Now, our second uh, review this week is from Stephen Smith, and he says... That's like a fag name. Fag name. (laughs) Veteran haters, one star. Haters, one star. Oh, snap. And this is what he says. Uh, Used to love this podcast, but the Duke's continuous vitriol has become unbearable. Shut the hell up! What are you talking about? I am not vitriolic! Have you finished? Quiet finished? Get it? His arguments against the daddy's usually positive opinions are ridiculously uninformed and trivial. Unfortunately, his attitude is beginning to affect the whole podcast and results in two hours of whining over minor aesthetic details. A shame, because the daddy has a real interest in the podcast subject, but the other two should stick to their day jobs, presumably involving hating everything. <laughs> now, if nothing else, I like to think that I'm able to accept criticism when it's valid. And I'm, I'm just, I, I want to know more about what this person thinks. In ter- First of all, this is nothing new. I've always been passionate, shall we say. And I, I want to know what he means by, like, my opinions are un- or my responses are uninformed and trivial. I, 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 do you guys think yeah. that's true? Uh, no. I think he should write in and, and kind of shed some light on that. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, if dude? Come on. Listening. If he's still listening, because he may not even be listening now. I, uh, I, I, knowing you personally, do you're probably one of the most fairest people, like, <laughs> out of the three of us. Like, Stu Shut can, up. No, I'm not. Stu can make a quick kind of, like, Stu can get very excited about anything, right? That's, <laughs> that is as true. Soon as, as soon as he's out, he doesn't care, right? I, <laughs> I, I only get... I only like what that's I like, a- and that, that's that. But I, I think you, you, you're pretty fair and pretty good at justifying why you don't like something. So the inter- this guy who reviewed the show, right? We're, we're not going to get mad at you, um, but you know, right into the show and say, oh, "I was that guy who left the one star review." This yeah. example of what Duke said is why I think blah blah blah, and we can have a discussion, and then and then I can we'll find you and ass. stab you. <laughs> yeah, we did the same job. So yeah, right in. You see, foot off in your you see, I can't feel bad because he's sort of defending me in a weird sort of way. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're the shining pair. I know. It, don't worry, he's coming. He's coming. Oh. I can feel it coming. Hey, it's already come and gone. Like, coming. We've all had our own. We've all had like abuse. Like, yeah, the, we have. We've all, I mean, the only the only thing I would say is stupid. One of the fundamental things of what we do is that we're all entitled to our opinions on whatever it may be, and whether people agree or disagree is irrelevant in a way because it's just our opinions. You know, that's the yeah. be really can't be right or wrong. You except know, for Stu's often wrong. You know, and if Duke within within two seconds of talking about what he's been playing plays his piece <laughs> of shit uh, soundbite, that's what he thinks about it. You know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> exactly. I'll get excited, Stu. Yeah. Oh, sorry, when Duke doesn't like something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and all, in all honesty, right, if we always agreed on, oh, on it, it would be very boring. <laughs> there are podcasts that do that, though. It's like, oh, I think this game is awesome. Yeah, it's Yeah, uh, I also think it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, great. And we sometimes do have that, you know, that does okay. sometimes happen with us, but it's very not rare. It's very it is rare. rare, to be fair. It's only Limbo. Limbo. Effects. Half-Life 2. 
That's like Red Dead Redemption, a stretch. Yeah. And a stretch, yeah. Yeah, yeah Red Dead Redemption. Was... No, we all like Red Dead Redemption, don't we? Yeah. 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 And even, even if it's like GTA, Chini loves GTA, I think he's a bit rubbish, you know. And Duke's a bit like, eh. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I like San Andreas. There you go. There you mm. go. So we're not going to always agree. That's just the way it is. Uh, and that's it for me. So there you go. I'll move on to you. Oh, shout outs. Right. Ah. I got shout outs here. Ready to go. I'm always prepared and not playing Skyrim. New members. We don't have any new members. What's up with that? Come on, people. Uh, shout out to everybody who showed up at Sunday's play date. Uh, ME3, Mass Effect 3. It was a lot of fun. Uh, SLH and Burr Salem and Master Zulu. Man, there were a couple of times when everybody except one person got shot down. So we were all watching the last person like, come on, you can make it. Oh, watch out behind you. And uh, it got kind of hectic. It was pretty crazy. And we had to. I had to leave after the last. We got to level 10. And then I, we all died, and I had to go. And I was like, no, nah, I don't like to leave it, you know, getting that close. And I kept thinking it was horde mode, where if you died on a level, it would start you off on that level again. But it doesn't. It's like, you lose. And it's like, oh. So, whatever. Um, next week, we're going to play some Modern Warfare 3, because it's, it's still an awesome game. I don't care what anybody says. I do love Call of Duty, so we're going to play some of that. I didn't mean to say that, okay, look, it, I don't necessarily believe Call of I like Call of Duty better than Counter-Strike, but maybe that's because I've only been playing Counter-Strike for a week, and it seems like a much more hectic and less progressive game, but maybe that's just because I don't understand it. That's possible. Maybe we should do a Counter-Strike Source play date at some point, if people really want to. Yeah, but no, that's one, it. no one will be playing that thing, unless yeah. they've been playing it for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. That's how that game's played, man. They're, they're hardcore, so. dedicated fans. Yep. That's what they do. Um, yeah, Chinny, over to you. Yes, I want to share out a video game. Can I do that? Yay, video game! Do whatever you like, it's your shout out. Sweet. Um, Sleeping Dogs is out this week. That's right. Uh, I put it on my fly. So I want to give that a bit of a shout out. I've been I... hearing lots of good things. I am, because Chinny's always right, Stu. I don't know if you've heard about this. <laughs> lots of good I have been I've been talking about this game for some weeks now. Um, I think Darksiders 2 is going to be good. That comes out next week. I think it'll be fine. I think that's going to be a good game. But I'm, I mean, that's got like fantasy elements in there and all sorts of weird shit going on. So I'm not really that excited by it. But Sleeping Dogs is right up my alley. And I've been saying for weeks that this game looks at the bees. Um, and it's out next week. And I'm thinking about buying it or I'm thinking about, uh, the next time I send something off to Love Film, maybe, if they don't post it, I'll, I'll be tempted to buy it. But, uh, yeah, cannot wait. So I'll be uh, getting on that. Uh, also, shout out Robin Tate, also known as Bongo the Sane, who hasn't got any internet for a while, so I thought I'll give him some love. Um, nice. Stuart Leckie uh, posted something on Facebook saying, Google Plus Hangout to make a video podcast one of these days, maybe. Uh, and I know Stu isn't too, too keen on being on video. Um, Duke probably is neither here nor there with it um, uh, but I, I have been looking at how to record Giggle Plus but uh, yeah so I don't know if that's ever going to happen but uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the love and that's it for me there you go well on that note we need to get the hell out of here to come back in about 30 seconds and talk about Mass Effect yes. 3 so after the outro some more Mass Effect 3 spoilers so yeah. we'll allow Stay away if you don't want we'll allow Duke yeah after the 
theme song here at the end. Stop listening if you don't want spoilers from Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Mass Effect 3. And thanks sleep. for listening. Wake up. So there you go, Mass Effect 3. Let's, All right, people, here's the, seriously, morning. let's do this. Morning. 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 Okay. Are you, you ready? Done? Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, we're going to start it now. I get it. Go. Come on, Shepard dies. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Not. She does. He. Come on. She. Right. Them. Um, I don't know. Do I don't know. I don't I'll do have that. A I'll do that. I, what? Well, did you? We said, do, well, I don't know. Or do we they? Said, yeah, we said. See, that's so stupid. They shouldn't have done that because that's only in the extended cut, isn't it? No. For, really? Well, the the one breath thing. Yeah. No, no, that's in the. If you get the proper ending on destroy uh, on the game, you do. That's so what stupid. one breath thing? You, you, one, get, you don't you know get, about this? I don't know. Well, go on. Did there's you a, there's an ending of Mass Effect where sh- they show Shepard for like half a second, and he or she goes. <gasps> you see the chest heave. I've never seen that. Well, you see, I, that was the only thing I didn't get on my ending. I got everything else apart from that. So which one did you do? First of all, it's so stupid because there's no difference between any of them. I did destroy, is what I did. Yeah, hell yeah, take the freaking synthetics out. Although I realized what I should have done is do the synthesis because that's, that's like what I did. That's bringing what I them did. together, man. Yeah. You see, well, then but, what was what was kind of sad about doing destroy? Obviously, I lost. A whole race for Legion. Well, I lost that anyway, which was so stupid. And then this is, Legion anyway. <laughs> this is so dumb. I hated it because for an hour, two hours before this moment, I was under the impression that we could work things out between the Geth and the Quarians because yeah. that's what happened with the uh, Krogan and the Turians. So I'm like, I'm going to work it out. I just trust me. Legion's different. Legion will show us the way. Legion will. Oh, I just got to help Legion do the thing with the intelligence, and then he'll call off the. Oh, all the Quarians are dead. Yeah. What the what? fuck was that? It was proper shocking that when that happened. What are you talking about? Okay. There's this moment. I see, see, this is why we need to do this. Is because even though there's been like six hours between us of all these discussions, people still have no idea about some parts of the game. There's a point at, at which you can you. There's apparently there is a way to work out peace between the Geth and the Quarian. Which I did. Yeah, you see, did? You see, I didn't do that. Oh, yeah, I don't see, know how you to did do it. it. But there, were, when I was trying to do it, Quarians and the Geth are cool with each other. Well, well, I'm my universe. game. <laughs> yeah. So the, you two suck. That's what I'm. I killed the so. quarians, all what of them. Like, what did you do? How did you kill them? Kill them all. I didn't mean to kill anybody. The, the Legion said, "I'm going to upgrade myself and then d- distribute myself to all the Gath or something." Yep. I don't know what that he was yep. talking about. And then he's doing it, and it's like, stop Legion, or let Legion continue. And I was like, let him continue. He knows what he's doing. And the Quarian were like, no, they'll kill all of us. And I'm like, no, they probably won't. And then it was like, all the Quarians die. And then the one that's sitting there in front of you, she takes out a gun and kills herself. Yep. That's I was wow. like, what the hell? We go. I didn't None want of that. that to happen. 
none of that happened to me at all. I was just like, just I think know, I just, might, just maybe I told you Let me go back a second. How did she kill herself in yours? She takes out a gun and shoots herself. Nope, that's not what happened in mine. She do. No, in mine, she sort of she she did kill herself, but she ran. There's there's like a cliff edge, and she just ran towards it. The hell! So I ran towards her, and it did like you know a sort of a trigger prompt to yeah. do something cool. Paragon and I did, yeah, I did a paragon. It was a paragon one, right? Yeah. And I did the trigger prompt, and as she sort of got to the cliff edge, she turned to face me, and then just fell backwards over it. The hell! And as I did the trigger prompt, right, he sort of dives to stop her from falling, and he sort of clasps fingertips with her, and then she falls anyway oh. and falls to her death. So it was even more shocking in mine, I guess. Yeah. Because she just did the sacrifice itself thing. In it mine, was Legion went, oh, I'm going to try and, like, um, kind of do some shit with the Reaper. Uh, <laughs> do you mind? And I went, oh, like, I really don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but just go for it. <laughs> So he did that. He says, well, I will sacrifice myself if I do it. I was like, well, if it saves everyone, then fuck it. <laughs> right? So these are the exact lines. This is lines. the stone version of Mass Effect. <laughs> these, yeah, these are the exact lines. This is, <laughs> it's, it's something like this. And that I said, script yeah. was amazing. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, do whatever. Like, well, I've got to play snooker. I don't know what I'm doing. But So Legion goes off, does this upload thing, saves everyone, but sacrifices himself. So Legion dies in mine. But yep. um, but he does it. He, he's like respected. He's a hero because um, he saves like both and both the Quamrians and the Geth are like, hey, we cool, we cool. So we help Shepard. See, I don't. I I sort of want to know, and I was about to look it up, but you know what? It would take a long time to look it up right now. So the only thing I'm good about is like I never saw Jack because I never went to that uh, academy quick enough. See, that's bogus, man. She's an awesome. But see, oh, now I want to know how you get her on your ship because I didn't have her on my ship. No, she died. Up, she dude. died in mine, so I didn't get her at all. Not mine. In um, two, she I was... did meet up with Jacob again, as you said I would, Chinny, uh, which yep. was cool. But the crazy thing was, you know, there's this horrible firefight with Cerberus when I meet him. And I go, and I was like, I'll meet you on the roof because we're going to get these people out of here. And then I see him, and we start this conversation again. And he's is like... This, is this the Star Wars episode? Like, you're basically on Hoth, all right? And you yeah, have to yeah, get yeah. all the scientists off, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. that's and, right. And so I was like, and so there's an option for like, let's talk about us. And I was like, I didn't actually mean to press it, but I, I did. And he's like, you sure you want to talk about this now? And I was like, yeah, why not? Maybe you won't live. I don't know. So we had this whole conversation because he's got this woman with him. And it was like kind of weird. So it was like, oh, you're with her now, huh? Okay, that's fine. No sweat. It's just weird because I had an option to be a bitch and be like, oh, I'm not happy. and blah, 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 blah. But what's the point of that? Like, I can't do anything about it. What, am I going to guilt him into coming back to me? No. Yeah. I couldn't wait forever, Shepard. Well, it shouldn't be the matter of that. Like, suddenly he's gone at the beginning of the game. No. There should be an option. Do you want to continue with this or do you want to let him go? But I did hook up with Trainer, the new uh, assistant you have there next to the oh, yeah. galaxy map. She's pretty cool. And she was up in my cabin, and she was like, hey, you have an actual shower. Can I try it sometime? And like the choice option is like, go ahead, try it right now. And then she did, and it was like, hey. And then it's like, leave, leave her alone or join her in the shower. And it was like, yeah, join her in the shower. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you hook up with, Stu? Um, well, in the first game, it was Miranda. Yeah, 
And then I'm, I'm met her again in the second game, but I didn't uh, hook up with her in the second game. Wait, I, I thought Miranda was the one who works for Cerberus. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, she was in the first game? Yeah, uh, the oh, second she, game, sorry. In the second game. Oh. Yeah, sorry, in the second game. I hooked up with her and got it on in the end. Right, I didn't right, hook right. up with anyone in the first game at all. Yeah. So I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't either, actually. No, second game I got got it off with her in the engine room, and um, in the in, in this one it was Liara was the uh, uh-huh. I hooked up with. So I did a bit of dirty business on on Miranda with Liara. So that's what. Oh I, yeah. That's what Jenny? I said. I uh, I slept with Miranda in the second game. I slept with. Oh fuck! Who was it? It's so long ago. Uh, Ashley in the first game. Um, Miranda in the second game. Then Ashley got hot. Right. <laughs> she got banging in this one and in, in my game I made up the subplot you guys might have missed the subplot I made up the subplot that um, Ashley went on the game show uh, Make Yourself Younger um, and where she had an operation to make herself look hot and younger along <laughs> the reconstruction surgery of her spine it's like a pre-order DLC <laughs> thing you won't get it um, oh, okay. so like she was hot and Miranda's hot so I'm like Shit, what do I do? <laughs> and I thought, well, like, Ashley's a massive racist, so, you know, that's a tick for her. Um, and Miranda is, like, her father's a maniac. She's a member of a, uh, an organization that potentially could kill me, so another tick for her. I'm, I'm really kind of in a bind, so I went for Miranda, and uh, I did it, did the dirty on the, on the Citadel in one of those rooms. Oh, um, yeah. It's nothing, nothing special, really. You know, I haven't said this before, but I really need to say it now. There is too much blue lens flare in this game. Yeah, there is. Everywhere you turn is blue lens flare, blue lens. Yeah, Come on. Think, think about what what was out when um, when what was coming out. I mean, they did it in two, but there is a lot in three, and I reckon it's down to, to uh, Super Eight, the film Super Eight, because I, I reckon when they were doing like, the, the art for it, yes. the artist was probably watched Super Eight, and he <laughs> went, oh, that's a blue lens flare, that'll be cool, yeah. and they added it in. So. We were talking about uh, weird camera shots, when you're having, you know, Shepard's having a conversation with someone, and it starts filming, like, the chair that the person's yeah, sitting in. Yeah, I had that, yeah. I had two conversations where the NPCs were invisible. Not that the camera wasn't looking at them, but it was looking where they should have been, and there was no one there. It was so weird. It was like Shepard talking to a ghost. <laughs> like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember that. I must admit, I was always like, don't remember seeing that at all. So uh, the, the question is, though, what everyone's know is, did you punch the reporter or not? I actually didn't. I was trying to be good around the reporter for some reason. What, you never gave her a punch in the face? I did it without meaning to do it. Nope. But I did shoot the counselor when everything goes down. And I want to know what happens if you don't. Uh, I can't remember, actually. Someone else. The counselor. The the, the counselor. sells you out. Dina. You, Dina, isn't it? The the first time you meet the assassin dude. Shot him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put it to him big time. Did you not shoot him? I can't remember. Uh, that's quite a pivotal moment because Ashley's shooting Ashley's pointing the gun at me and I was like come on really Ashley this dingus says oh she's working for Cerberus and you're like well, maybe she is we've been I've saved your life like 10 times and you're like oh maybe I can't trust you you yeah, great d- bitch oh yeah it's, yeah I did shoot him yeah I yeah. wanted to shoot her too I'm like what the hell I Ashley think some, what was interesting some of the renegade trigger proms felt like yeah. the, the thing you should be doing Oh yeah, absolutely. 
you know, quite a few times that happened, and I thought, well, that's Heck what yeah. I feel like. It didn't feel like a renegade thing because that's what I should have been doing. Well, but sometimes you have to be a renegade in order to do the right thing, man. I want, one of my favorite bits of the game, and I don't know whether everybody here experienced this, was the shooting competition with Garrus. Did you, did you both do? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I thought I was going to be able to hook up with Garrus, and then it didn't happen. So, uh, well, I was. It was a more of a blokey thing for me. I guess. Did you let him win? Uh, yes, I think I did actually. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't win. Sell out. Oh, I didn't let him win. I'll fucking hell no, man. I'll be real. Keep him real, man. That's why I gotta do it. Friends. He was. He was. You know. He oh, was, what? You gotta feel bad for him because he's an old man. Well, he was. He was appreciative that he'd won, and he sort of had a bit of banter and said, oh, "You see, I've still got it," and it made him feel better about himself. Shit! Don't ever do that to your kids, man. Oh, you're great, well, Millie. I- no, you got to do that, haven't you? You got to yeah, make people yeah, sometimes, feel I guess. Themselves. I don't know. You know what's crazy? Metagel. If you get shot ten times and you're almost dead, put on some metagel. You're fine. Somebody you meet on the, you know, in the caverns of a dungeon or something, he has a broken leg and he's like, oh, leave me. I can't go on. I'm, I'm no good. I'm done for. Why not put some metagel on him? Why couldn't you heal him that way? That makes no sense. And we've said this before, but I'll say it again. Why does Shepard have to do everything? This is the age-old question when you have yeah. a single person, yeah. you know? It's like, I'm going to save the universe from the Reapers. My dog is missing. Can you hit me? F- sure, I'll help you with that. No. Yeah, it was, I must admit, the side missions things was the weirdest thing in that game. It was very odd and sort of, I don't know, I don't know what they were thinking when they did this sort of, I don't know. You know, it's sort of you just over here inspire your people or whatever. Yeah, it's like you know, overhear a conversation and then you go and do it, whatever. And the side missions were a bit weak, to be honest. Yeah, you know, and then you can only hear. But this is toward the end of the game. You can only really hear the phrase "This is it, people." uh, So many times before it starts to lose its meaning, because in the last like ten minutes of the game, you hear it like ten times. Everyone's like, "This is it. This is what we've been preparing for." Okay, this is it. This you just said this was it ten minutes ago. What the hell are you talking about? But the thing that bugs me the most is that in a number of places, like the thing with the Quarian and the Geth, and at the end. It's really unclear where these decisions you're making are coming from and where they're leading. Because I feel like at the end, it's like you worked so hard through all of these games to defeat the Reapers. And then it's like, maybe you can control them and you have to choose. And I'm a kid and who knows what I'm saying. And then suddenly it just, yeah, it, it just, it's, you're just there and there's these three paths. And I had to go online to figure out which one was which because I wasn't. They show you, I mean, I guess the extended cut has some dialogue to go with it, but I, I, I didn't have that installed. So it was just like, oh, here's these three things. And I was like, what, which one's which? I thought that was bad design there. Yeah. I, think, I think there's quite a bit of that. So I let's, agree. I mean, let's have a quick talk about the sort of baddies in this. Obviously, we've still got the elusive man. What did you think of Kai Leng then? As a sort of <laughs> oh, assassin. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. uh, uh he was alright, you know. He's just Asian guy, kicks shit out of everything. I like the, the you know when you kill him? Uh the, the kind of like the boss fight of him. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because the grounds fall and you you have to yeah. kind of take over cool. I thought that was a good boss fight. Yeah. And it's cool that it I took place it was, in uh, the room. Go ahead. It took it took place in the room that you've been talking to the elusive man all that time. Yeah, that was cool. I, I like that element of it. And I, I mean 
He's not as cool a character as he could have been. Like he was kind of one-dimensional. As I, yeah, I was going to say he seemed to be shallow to me. We should get some backstory about him. I don't know. Did we? Not really. Well, you mean you didn't get the backstory about him? Don't the, play well, with me. Elusive man. He broke him out of prison. That's how. That's where he came from. Yeah, yeah I remember you, that. You have but to watch not, the recording, is that? Yeah, it was like a five-second yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess. But I just think. You know, they could have done it with some dialogue. Like, each time you see a scene with him, like, it could be like, I'm going to get you back for what you did. And then it'd be like, what? And then next time you meet him, he'll be like, you don't remember, you know, this colony you attacked on blah, blah, or whatever. Or you released the Rachni queen, and then she killed my parents, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, it could be something connected to one of the decisions you made. That would have been cool. Well, he was an, it was an N7 agent, wasn't he? Or an N7 person himself. Paying attention. Yeah, and then he, he was in prison for 20 years um, for killing some Krogan or something, wasn't he? Mm. Whoops. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, apparently that's what happened. So did you kill the elusive man? Of course. Yeah. As soon as that, par- that renegade... But again, that renegade... Like, hell yeah! Click, 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 click. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell and again, yeah. that was another one that I felt like it just had to be done. You know, it wasn't... Yeah, like, I'm not going to let you kill Anderson. What are you thinking? <laughs> And I must say that moment when Anderson's like, uh, "You done good. I'm proud of you." Like that was a cool moment. I'm not gonna lie. So, what did you think of the actual ending then? So you've sort of done all this massive, you know, and there was all this controversy surrounding all of it. So, what yeah, was- I mean, the main thing that I think is that I wish I had installed the extended cut because I would have. I think I would have been okay. Like when I first watched the actual, the first ending. Um, I was like, that's okay. I don't, I'm not upset with that ending. And then the credits rolled and I'm like, eh, I expected a little bit more. And then I went online and I read stuff about like, yeah, you, it's not a very epic feel. You don't feel like you've solved anything really. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I don't. And I didn't find out about, you know, and, and then I found, so I went to watch the extended cut endings and I watched the one for destroy, which is the one I chose. And, and I mean, I guess it's in all of them. Except sometimes they have green glowing eyes if you choose the synthesis, which is just silly. Um, but they had the picture of the Krogans with their little baby Krogan. And I was like, yes, I, they totally should have had that in the original ending. Do you know what, though? Um, you see, to me, it's like a lot of games like that. And, and stories in general, because, you know, let's be honest, you know, even most film endings or book endings, 90% of the time are a bit crap. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's difficult to do like an... 70 or 80%, well, but there are, a lot of, there are a lot of bad film endings. Stephen King, right, writes brilliant stories, but he's absolutely crap at endings, right? Yeah. 90% of his books have a rubbish ending. And yeah. if you've read Under the Dome, you'll know what I'm talking about. Firestarter has a good ending. Yeah, some of them do. I'm not saying all his books do, but 90% of them are a bit rubbish at the end. Well, it's they hard. Are. I mean, it's hard to do an ending, especially if you don't want to make it like... Pollyanna, where everything's great, but, or you want to try to change people's expectations or whatever. But I don't think the ending is the time to mess with that stuff. No, to a certain extent, you're right. But as far as I'm concerned, with Mass Effect Three, it's it's not about the end; it's about the journey getting there and everything. Yeah, but that at the same time, I mean, the ending is you finally defeat the Reapers in some way, shape, or form. You deserve, especially after investing all that time, you deserve some reward. What like what, what reward? Really well, I want to see the same reward you get in the first and second one, where people are standing purposefully at windows and looking out at a bolder and more enjoyable tomorrow. And that, that kind of reward. That's important, man. An extra 10 minutes of cut scene? Mm. No, I just want like a two-minute cut scene where it's like, and, and the Krogans, and here's their child. 
But then it, it comes back to, I guess, me being fine with, you know, imagining what must have happened in my head rather than having it spelled out. I know, and, and to some extent I'm okay with that, but I don't know. I, I, I also I, I like the fact that, that, that in the extended cut they had the memorial service for Shepard. Like, that's, that's something that would have happened, of course. Yeah, but he may or may not be dead. Well... <laughs> Well, but the 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 crew thinks that you're dead, if nothing else. So they would have a memorial service for you, as, as they I should. I suppose. What did that's you, something we should see. What did you make of the final, final cut scene, then? Like the old dude with his kid. Ah, give a shit about that. That's stupid. I hated that. I, I that don't get dumb. that at all, really. Well, you live on in the legacy. And you the... see, uh, my interpretation of that was that... He was telling his son the story of Shepard and everything that happened to him. That was my interpretation of it. That was, he was telling him Shepard's story, and he was saying because he and that's leaving it open for the next sort of whatever in the Half Life, uh, Half Life in the Mass Effect universe. No, they should totally stop it here. That would be so bad for them to make another game. You know that, but it is. That's what that's for, isn't it? That's the. There's more stories about what happened in the Mass Effect universe. I'll tell or you. Or at the very least, let, let Shepard be over. Oh no, I think Shepard is over. I think Shepard better is. be over. But you know, there's no reason they can't do another game set in that they, universe. They could do another game, but they got to get away from the Reapers, man. That that's done too. Yeah. They but should I, make it something that's not about like the end of all life on all worlds. It should just be about the fate of one world or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no issues with that, and I certainly have no issue with the way the game ended at all. What about, and you didn't really, did you, Ginny, the, the original ending? No, no, look, the original ending, I was like, I'm fine with this. Yeah. And then, you know, there are some things, like the, one of the biggest things that uh, the, the internet complained about was, um, so everybody's stranded now? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. they blow up all the mass relays. Yeah, exactly. And, everybody and the Krogan was, start eating everybody or whatever. Everybody's at Earth, so that means they can't quick travel to everywhere. So yeah. they're stranded, and Earth isn't big enough. Like it's already populated <laughs> as it is now. Let alone yeah. then. Yeah, but um, it wasn't the whole population of those plants. It was just their armies were there. There was a lot of people there. There was, but the the world is a big place. The universe. Well, not that big. Mm. I don't know. Like it was, it was a bit silly. But I mean, in the extended cutscene, they obviously found some work they're around. Just they don't broken. really. They, they they don't really tell you how they did it, but you see, yeah. you know, the, they did get back eventually to their home planet. Maybe oh, no, they said them. they said that it was they just broke the mass relays. They didn't destroy them. Oh really? Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's kind of dumb, but still, yeah, see, see, that's dumber than what he actually did. Uh, you know, he, again, <laughs> I would. Yeah, but it was pretty just... stupid. Uh, the idea that you destroy the mass relays—that was pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was fine with my... You see, I got my closure talking to all the crew, you know, on the sort of video links at the end before. I love that, I love that moment with yeah. Liara at the end. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it happened because Liara was just a friend to me. Oh, no, no, I did have a moment with and Liara. And she, she yeah. says, have you got a moment? And yeah. she, just has, she just takes you in this alternative... Because in the first yeah. Mass Effect, the... Asari, there was a, there was that big thing about they could read your mind, and in two they didn't really do it, did they? And then in three, um, it brought it back to that, and she said, you know, I want, can we have we got a moment? And I almost didn't pick the option, and then she takes you into that kind of like just space basically, and she just looks mm-hmm. at the light, and you have a tiny little moment just to say like this could be goodbye. Um, she knows it, she's clever, 
Um, so she she wants to say goodbye to you without saying like like a dumb line like I love you or you you did so well I hope you make it through this. Uh, there were some moments like that where you spoke to someone's like, hey yeah I'll see you on the other side. Yeah <laughs> if there is well maybe I was like well I wonder what's gonna happen here then maybe yeah, he's really. going to die. So yeah yep. it's. It was some of those ones, but the aura was handled very well. I mean, yeah. the dumbest, the dumbest bit in my game that I played, or the weirdest bit, was the bit where Ashley was pissed. Did you, did you both do that? See that bit? No, that was really yes. weird. Yes. So yeah, you, you turn up to the to a room and Ashley's like um, trying to say to you, like Ashley needs to see you. So yeah, you but it, it's like she needs to see you about something important. It's like Ashley's requested to see you. Yeah. Then you and go she's up there. Wrecked. She's, wrecked, she's on the wrecked, wrecked on the floor. It's just really weird. It's no, no, I didn't see that. Ashley's always a bit like that. Though. Ashley's always been yeah, kind of reckless. And, yeah, she's, she's, not, she's not reliable at all. Like Miranda's more, she's a bit of a bitch, but like she's very focused. Like she'll do, she, you know, you can rely on a bit exactly. more. Ashley's Neat, a bit like, dumb. That's what yeah, Ashley's a bit like fucking just mental. Yeah, Ashley's got issues. She's got baggage. Like you don't want to fuck with Ashley. Like eh, just leave her. You know the last thing I want to say about Mass Effect is the Doctor Chakwa or whatever her name is. She's the coolest person in the whole game. I got drunk with her and it was awesome. It was so cool. It was like yeah, drinking it up with the Doctor. No, I never did that. Must have me. I thought she was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole game was pretty good. I had really no issue with the game. It was good. I, I really did enjoy it. And, and I, I would say that, you know, if I had had the extended ending in, like, I would have been very happy with the ending as it is. I was happy enough. Um, so, whatever. Look, not every game has a happy ending. Not every story I'm has I'm not saying it needs to have a happy ending. Uh, as I said on the piece on the website, it needs to have a heroic ending because Shepard is a hero. And just as we need to have a heroic feel for, you know, the Macduff in, in the Macbeth story, we need to have a heroic feel. You know, Macbeth would not be Macbeth if we didn't have his head on a pike at the end of the play. And the Spoilers. same is true. Oh, of the, he's the, slowly the, for me now. Right, I know. That. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. The same is true about Mass Effect 3. We needed to have that sense of, like, the Krogans are going to make it and the Reapers are gone or subdued or whatever the hell it is in the control ending um so i don't know i just think that they they did the right thing with the extended cut and as much as i don't really care about the differences between the endings i think that if you're going to give people differences in endings it ought to make more of a difference than just you have glowing green eyes in this one yeah, can I just clarify? When I was listening to you, Chinny, I think it was, when you were talking, you know, when you did the bit of a spoiler thing on the overseas connection regarding it. Nope. <laughs> did, well, I don't remember anything. Well, you did. Anyway, I'm not sure it was you or someone else was saying, I'm sure we talked to me, it's on our show, or someone told me, or I was, I was listening to something anyway, it might not have been you, I don't know. I was listening to someone talking about it. And they couldn't understand the significance. You know where they, it shows the 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 spaceship obviously on the planet and then the crew getting out of it. Mm. Well, I don't know whether you realise this or whether you did this, Duke, but the people who get out of it were the people who were in your squad that you chose at the end of the game. Yeah, I so it was your, that. So it was your final squad mates that you chose yeah. that sort of escape. Except Edie was in my squad and she didn't make it, obviously, because I destroyed her. Which uh, is sad, because, I mean, you know. But, but you know what was funny about that? Actually, now that you mention it... um. Trainer steps out of it as well. So it's Joker and Trainer, and in that last moment, it's just the two of them looking, and I thought, that's kind of cool, because 
he lost his love and trainer lost me. So they can now maybe, I don't know, I guess trainer doesn't swing that way, but maybe they (laughs) could be together with each other. (laughs) Maybe. Or whatever. That's kind of interesting. I hadn't thought about that because obviously you did the destroy thing. So yeah, and I felt so bad for oh. Edie. That was, she was the one I felt most bad. for. That's why you only had two people get out of yours. Huh, that's well, but Gareth also got out. So. All right. Mine, Edie and Joker came out. They fell in love. Uh, uh, and then they started doing it right there on the cutscene. Like, hey, hey, yeah. guys, guys, get out of our way. They 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 looked at each other and right. Right, how do we do this then? Because <laughs> this ain't gonna work out. Um. <laughs> Put your USB plug in here. I don't have yeah. a USB plug. Are you USB 3.0? <laughs> no, I'm Firewire, baby. Um, I'm 7.0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Thunderbolt. Yeah! So, Garrison, Garrison and Liara were the last people I chose. Um, mainly because I thought Garrison... I never took Liara anywhere. She went down at the drop of a hat, man. As soon as I turn around, ah, use RB to revive your squad members. Well, she was pretty good in mine because she she'd always like I I wasn't biotic or anything so bionic bionic biotic whatever the, the hell whatever. they call it um you know where they well, can I ask you what what did, what did you play as by the way what, soldier what, soldier hell yeah soldier. Through. see I was a vanguard it was great what's vanguard you? See, you see I thought I think you'd like being a vanguard you what's vanguard get you? Um, it's it's a bit like your sort of battle mage I guess and uh, <laughs> so they do excuse me. So they have a mixture of soldiers and biotic powers. So you yeah. can do, you know, hurling people around and stuff, and you can do... I never so- cared about any of that. Oh, I can hit I- them. I'll hit them eventually. They'll may- I don't need to have people thrown around. No, honestly. And once I got Carnage, oh my god, Carnage was the best. I, sh- I should have... If anybody hasn't played the game yet, get friends with... Uh, what's his name? Vega? What's his name? The big buff dude who's always working out down on the... Bu- oh, base yeah, yeah, I never took him anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. yeah. If you talk to him and he'll get you carnage, that's a awesome power. No, I think I think you should play if you ever play it through again, I'm try, try a Vanguard. You know, and just see what you think. It's an interesting class, the Vanguard. I'd I had Liara with me. She could lift people out of the cover and I'd just shoot. Well that, I could do that I myself. Played, yeah, but I've I got played, Liara to do it. I played Dragon Age Origins twice already, and I'll probably play it again because I love that game so much. I can't see myself ever playing any Mass Effect game ever again. I don't know why. It just doesn't have that same replay value. Oh, I could. I think I could. I think it's because a lot of times at the end of the games, I felt like I made it by the skin of my teeth, and I don't ever want to be in that situation. In that last fight in Mass Effect 3, there's like three Banshees and four... Uh, oh, that was hard. ...brawlers or whatever they are. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to make it. And then they go, the missiles are online or whatever it was. And I just sprinted. I'm like, I don't care what's in my way. I'm just going to roll, I... roll, roll toward that. Everybody did that. And it's crazy because as soon as you press the button, suddenly they're just standing there all calm. Like, oh, here we go. Let's launch this. Where'd the Banshees go? There were just three Banshees. She's here trying to eat my face. <laughs> Suddenly they're gone. Well, yes, I did it. Did you do that, Chini, or did you try and take them all out? What's that again? Sorry. The the final bit where you've got to launch the missiles and the, there's all the banshees and everything going on at the same time. It's all like crazy know. stuff going on. Yeah, remember that at the very end? How can you not remember that? It was the hardest bit of the game. Because Chinny is awesome. He's like, oh, whatever, I wasn't hard. That was easy. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, just before the end of the game, you have to launch. You're in like a, a destroyed city setting, and you've yeah. taken down one of the Reapers by launching missiles at it. You remember that? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, after that, then you find yourself like waiting for some sort of clearance for some more missiles and and there's you have to sort of survive until they get online and yes. there's like three banshees and like four of the burly brawler things or whatever they're called. Yeah. And they're all attacking you and it's crazy and hectic and Yeah, it is. But maybe it wasn't hectic. And then you have to do a sprint run for the button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go for that button. But, yeah. but did you try and kill all the stuff or did you just run for the button? Because I didn't bother trying to... Once I was online, I was just running through everything. I wasn't no. even bothering. I just pressed the button. Why? What happens if you... Oh, God, you just pressed the button. It was fine. I just killed everything. It was not a problem. I don't know. What happens if you no, kill everything? No, it's just... We can, I can oh, imagine... No, we didn't do it. We just other people for the were button. really good, like, taking the monsters all down first. Yeah. I, I just thought, this is an infinite wave of monsters. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. I think you were meant to run for the button. That's that's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's why I've, I haven't remembered that because I didn't think that was a pivotal... This is the thing. <laughs> you, you think there's so many choices in Mass Effect that you just start yeah. to think that everything's a choice. That I just thought, right. there's an infinite wave of enemies coming now. I have to yeah. press that to stop them. You know what's crazy too is that um, when I there are certain ga- uh, maps that I had played on the multiplayer a whole bunch. And then as when I got to them in the game, it was weird. I'm like, oh, I know this base. I know exactly where to go on this base because I've been here a million times before. It was really kind of bizarre to have that reverse experience. Yeah. Anyway, anything else to add? Or is that no, nope, that was it. Thank yeah. you, Bioware, for making a great game. It was good, you know, regardless of what we think about the ending. I was fine with the ending. Genie was. And I don't you... put undue weight on the ending. No, I, I don't because it's a journey getting there that counts. It was a great journey. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and it, it was good. R.I.P. Morton. We love you, baby. I'll be doing those experiments on the seashells forever in oh, your honor. Oh, bless. Adio. That's it. So we yep. get the hell Thanks out of here now. Everybody. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you, Gennar. That's love.